All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to a brand new episode of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 15, and it is hard to believe, but we are already at Thanksgiving week. The time has absolutely flown by. As you guys can see, I got my uh, my robe on. I got my, my nice boozy coffee to keep me energized throughout this show. I'm getting into the holiday spirit, you know what I mean? If a robe and a coffee... It's hard not to. You I got mean, the tree up already, too. Already got the tree yes. up. I love the holiday season. I'm ready for the winter. This is the time of year where I thrive. And that might just coincide with our uh, with the mood for the show tonight. Because, Cold darkness. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Episode 15. It does, actually. It's perfect. It's a perfect, perfect setting. Episode 15, I was saying, I texted the boys first thing this morning. Episode 15 tonight mocks the first chapter, first new page in a new chapter. First page in a new chapter. New, start of a new regime. I was saying that uh, this show so far, I've been very focused on the positives. Everything that we've watched, I've been, very, I've been trying to be happy-go-lucky. Make the show a nice positive, like, let's all talk about the things we enjoy. And I've been trying to, you know, brush a lot of the negatives under the rug. You can only do it for so long. I'm done with doing that, yeah. The honeymoon phase of the show is over. I'm ready to start slinging it. I got some mud to sling, and I know it's probably not going to be everyone's uh, opinion. I know I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here. Some of you guys might not like me for it, but I'm ready to sling it a little <laughs> bit tonight because I got some things I want to talk about. But uh, we, we have a lot to dive into, you know what I mean? We got uh, Andor episode 11. We're going to be reviewing All Quiet on the Western Front. I got uh, I checked out a couple of the new Christmas movies that came straight to streaming, both um, Spirit and um, A Christmas Story Christmas. Checked out both of those. We're going to talk a little White Lotus. We're going to talk a little 1899. A lot to dive into. Uh, but before we start flying through all of that, first things first, let's go around the horn. We got the, uh, the usual squad of late, the usual suspects, back and better than ever. On the ones and twos, you know him very well at this point, our aficionado of Westeros, Mr. Luke Kleinen. Lukey Baby, how we doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, yeah, good to be back. We've got a great lineup of stuff to talk about. We sure uh, do. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where you're taking this this rage right now. I, feel, <laughs> I, can, I can feel it from across the room, but uh, you've, been, you've been keeping it close to, your, close to your chest, so we'll see. I mean, well, let's see how it goes. It's going to be a fun time. I have a feeling it's going to be a good show. And then uh, my co-host this evening, again, you know him very well at this point, the utility man himself, he does it all, Mr. Seth Rogers. Seth, what's going on, baby? What's going on? I'm a little bit nervous going into this, because uh, a lot of the stuff that we talked about watching, I liked and actually enjoyed, so it's nice that somebody's going to come in and take an absolute steaming dump on it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's what makes a better podcast. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Let's all hold hands and say, you know, everything we watch is awesome. I agree. Like no, let's uh, let's take the gloves off and uh, let, let's fight a little bit here. Let's get I it agree. On. I think so. Get it on. Uh, first things first. I wanted to mention again, we're doing our giveaway contest. Uh, we're rushing to 100 subscribers on the YouTube page. So if you are someone that watches on the YouTube and you have not made an account or you haven't hit that subscribe button, take two seconds to make an account or two seconds to smash that subscribe button. And if you are someone that you know usually listens on you know whether it be iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. Uh, just take two seconds, go onto YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and you will instantly be entered into the giveaway. The first 100 people are going to be entered. That's the, that's the race to 100, and it's a $40 AMC gift card as the prize. So nice little giveaway contest for the, uh, for the listeners. Now that that's out of the way, <laughs> I want to start nice and light. We mentioned the holiday spirit. I mentioned the two Christmas movies I checked out. Christmas Story Christmas, I'm going to start there because that was the bad. I uh, didn't have high expectations going in, obviously. You know what I mean? Christmas Story Christmas, but it was very meh. Uh, meh is honestly more than I thought anybody would give it for that matter. So It wasn't awful. Yeah. there. I mean, I've seen much worse movies, you know what I mean? Not like a forced 
It was. What, you know what the biggest thing for them was? Is they just they. It was such a heavy play on all of the nostalgia in every single scene. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no scene that's even remotely original. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, hey, here's this person. Hey, here's this person. Hey, remember this scene? It's just like, I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like a match. There's a ton of flashbacks and stuff like that to the yeah. original movie. There was one or two times where I did genuinely like actually like fucking laugh out loud. So I got that. I gave it away. Uh, I gave it five. 5.2. Gave it a holiday boost, though, if you give it the holiday holiday movie. Six. <laughs> and a giving spirit. 6.1, you know what I mean? Because you got to rate holiday movies a little different. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's not really, you know, masterpieces or anything. You know, they're they're made for a reason. So, yeah, yeah. you do got to give it a little little added boost. Can't be on the same playing field as, you know, how we viewed Black Panther and all that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Give it a little, little holiday boost. But even then, still, just, yeah. Could have skipped it. Could have been without it. I plan to, so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Very just, uh, like I said, just just yeah. overly overly done to this nostalgia. Like I said, nothing original about it, really. Like, you know what I mean? There was no, like, story that they were almost telling on their own. Everything just felt like they just constantly kept going back to the original movie. Like, the whole thing, the plot, everything. It was just constantly just, like, going back to the original. Yeah. Like, it was half a remake, almost. Yeah, it was weird. It was very strange. He was, like, doing the same, like, uh, the monologue, the whole movie, which just felt weird. I don't know. It just... Yeah. Didn't play for me that well. Tone gets stuck to a cold pole. They like referenced that a bunch, like because like I think one of the I think the kid that gets his tongue stuck to the pole owns a bar now inside in the town, like a big towny bar kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he still got like the same. The kid that like dared him to do it is like a regular there, and he's like running up tabs all the time, which is pretty funny. There was some aspects to it. Like, like I said, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, but um. Like I said, that was kind of the, the not-so-good one. The one I was actually more surprised with went into it, kind of same thing, not the super high standards, was Spirited. Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, their own take on A Christmas Carol, which, I mean, there's been two billion different Christmas carols done. Right. This one was actually like an original take, yep. which I liked. While being a musical, it wasn't like overly musical. It's like a two-hour-long movie. It's like, yeah, I'd okay. say 45 minutes of singing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So still just a lot of regular like dialogue and stuff yeah. like that. I gotta say, first time in a while that Will Ferrell's made me laugh, and I was definitely surprised. I, I was watching it with Steph, and I looked over. And I was like, I think he's the better singer. Obviously, there's a ton of um, you know, the, voiced over or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's dubbing a, it a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of a lot of work's been done to both of their voices for sure. Yeah, but even with all that said, I was like, I, I think Will Ferrell's the better singer. Yeah, he's doing some more. Uh, seemed like he let more like more balls almost. Kind of yeah. just like let it rip. Ryan Reynolds seemed a little conservative. Like he didn't necessarily feel too confident singing and stuff like right. that. But uh, I actually, I usually like enjoy some, if I'm in the right mood, I like, enjoy yeah. a musical. And this one, I thought all the music pieces were fucking awesome. Because like they weren't, um, they were all, like none of them were just like actor or actress like singing like by themselves with no one else in the room. They were all like these huge set pieces with all these like dances oh, and okay. shit like nice. that. Yeah, I feel like that's the way to do it. Yeah. Just, you know. So all of them yeah. were like very fun. Unless you know you're doing saying? it over like a play, you know what I mean? Like if you're doing like Chicago or something, right. then obviously you have to, West Side Story, you have to do it the right way. Yep. So. Those don't play for me as much. Like, yeah, this one was right. Cool. This one was very, this was just like a good time. All the music places, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, let's go. Man. Yeah, we're all right. dancing, everyone's going crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> um... The star of the show, fucking Tracy Morgan. Like I said, Christmas Carol remake, he plays the uh, ghost of Christmas yet to come. Nice. So they do him as like straight up out of like Family Guy, like the Grim Reaper death. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's just Tracy Morgan's voice coming through. Can you tell it's him? Oh, like, yeah. It's, like, the full... it's, it's just Tracy Morgan's voice coming through right, the Right, so reaper. you wouldn't tell if it wasn't for the voice. Like, there's no... no. <laughs> he looks awesome. It's just a total grim yeah. reaper, but it's just his voice coming through. <laughs> and it's all, like, his mannerisms and shit still. Right. And they throw him into, like, a bunch of the backgrounds and the dance scenes, so you just see him doing whatever the dance moves are and shit. Nice. It had me fucking dying. That one, I actually... I, I came away and I was like, that was... That was damn entertaining. Like, I'll gladly watch that that's one again, you, like Christmas time. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, I mean, Will Ferrell and Christmas movies to me, they they don't get along. Oh. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll do. I'm sure we'll do a Christmas movie, you know, themed uh, episode at some point. But yes, we're starting to put that in the works. God, Elf is just one of the most overrated movies of my entire oh, generation. It's a terrible take. I don't want. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to start a whole nother argument. It's but an absolutely I, terrible. I, I can. Ne- I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. I can't get into it. It's, I, it's an insane take. Couldn't tell you why. I, I think I just like Will Ferrell more of like the, like the the rated R Will Ferrell. You know, like old school. Yeah. What you know, old like wedding crashes and stuff. Arguably the funniest movie. Yeah, ever. like I need that version of Will Ferrell, and I think any other version of him, I'm not. I'm just not caught up in. So like when he does like a PG thing like Elf, I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. He just seems too too much out of place for you. Like, yeah, it's just for me. Yeah, you know, obviously, you're probably one of the few people that could pull off that character in the movie. But oh yeah, dude, just for me, I, I I just like 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 just the rated R version of Will Ferrell. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Luke, what are your thoughts on Elf? You gotta love Elf, right? Come on. I do. I I love Elf. Atta boy. Um, yeah. boy. It's always been one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it a couple times every every Christmas. You know. Yeah. Uh, every every year I watch it at least once. It's yeah. on TV so much, so I'll catch like bits and pieces of it here and there too. But I always like you know sit down and full on put it on, watch it start to finish at least once. Maybe that's it too. Like it's just it's on like you know AMC TNT like now. I guarantee you, you can flip through the channels <laughs> yeah. right now and it's on. Well, something. they start Christmas season as soon as fucking Halloween ends. Man. Yeah. As soon as November first rolls it's like all right christmas time which is actually going to be something we're going to talk about a little bit when we get to our recommendations but there are like virtually no thanksgiving movies no they're like none they, no. like, they don't I, exist i tried looking some up too and like just to go through a couple yeah um and there were some that were just kind of like it was like one of the scenes take place in thanksgiving so right. they considered it a thanksgiving fringe. movie like yep. there's only one and it's the absolute goat of yep. not just thanksgiving movies like it's on if you combine holiday movies it's by far the goat Plant trains and automobiles yep. is just it's one of those movies that like now if i watch a movie that i've seen over and over there's not too many scenes that crack me up the same time like the first time i watch it over yeah like i'm thinking of like super bad is one i can think of like that scene in, in home economics when he's behind emma stone yeah i literally i'm in tears every single time i watch that no matter how many times i've seen super bad Plant trains and automobiles is another one that scene where he's I want it. Carl and Patty Sawyer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want a fucking car right fucking now. That whole entire scene where he just goes off the deep end, I literally am in tears every single time I watch it. Yep. Couldn't Love that agree movie. More. Couldn't agree more. Um, but yeah, before we uh, move on, like I said, uh, Spirited, go check that out. Uh, Apple TV, if you got it. Uh, I said, honestly, just we'll do the Holiday Boost again, but I, I said 7.4 originally. A holiday Boost, I put this movie like an 8. I put a little yeah. more above it. I feel like it. you need a couple of new ones, too, to mix in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just watch the same Definitely. Christmas movies over and over Definitely. and over there's, again. But you know what? We're going to, like you said, we're going to do a Christmas show. And there's actually been a couple in the last couple of years that have come out that I, I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. That, uh, 8-Bit Christmas one I really liked. That was, I think, last year or two years ago. I liked that one a lot. Office Christmas Party is hilarious. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. Another very good one. Uh, from there, let's go into a show that we've been talking about a little bit, not too much, but I have some thoughts because I really love this week's episode. That's White Lotus. I know uh, you said you caught up, right? Yeah, just watched the uh, like uh, two, three, and four yesterday. So nice. Rip through. Yeah. 
How, what do you think about this season so far compared to season one? It was it was honestly the first three episodes. It was still the first one I said like put me to sleep. Two and three didn't do much of a much better for me. Um, but I thought four really picked up. Yeah, I think now we're going now. Like everything's four was awesome. Everything's set in line now. It's like the first the first one was just kind of like individual stories. Yep. and it was different storylines per plot. But now it just seems like it's everybody trying to trying to fuck the, like somebody else over. Yep. Whether it's the like the the two married couples, um, I love the the sons, uh, Christopher Maltesati's son. Yep. I love his storyline now. Like I, I I don't I know Luke hasn't seen it yet, so I don't want to get into it. But when when he's with that the Italian chick and like the other chick that he wanted to be with is like sad oh, and all scene? about it. but yeah oh yeah the fuck you awesome. like yeah, what is he supposed to do sit there with a puss on his face yeah. and be miserable all night the italian prostitute is one of the best characters in the show she's yeah i love it she's awesome yeah even like the fact that she was able to pick up on the the awareness of it like knowing that he's looking over and she's just like don't let him win yeah. that was awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like, oh, this is great right. she knows what's going on i she's think we won man. yeah like they leave and she's like i think we won yeah luke where uh where are you at i know you said you, you had started it right yeah, uh, that, I did not focus on the White Lotus, unfortunately. I, oh, no worries. I, I caught up more on, uh, I watched a lot of 1899. Oh, all right. And, nice, and nice, And all, nice. all quiet on the Western Front. Um, and then Andor, obviously. Yeah, I got but, you, uh, I got you. But yeah, I watched the first episode of season one of White Lotus. And, all right. Uh, what would you think of that? It was good. Uh, I liked all the characters you guys were pointing out. Um, obviously, uh, Stifler's mom. Yeah, she's like you said, yeah, she's always funny. And she I, fucking cracks me up every time. And she was just in The Watch, The Watchers, too, which was... Uh, Oh, okay. good show. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the uh, the real estate agent. I thought it was yeah. her the whole time, man. I was fucking sure. Of it. I know. I thought I was it was sure of it. Yeah. I the way she like cries too in this this uh, in this in series is hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. All of her, her mannerisms, <laughs> the way she talks and stuff, everything is so funny. Yep. The uh, I don't want to give too too much away, but there's a, a sex scene this week that happens in a, a location, a church. But I was I was belly laughing <laughs> yeah. just watching it. Yeah. I was just like, oh my fucking god, this is hilarious. <laughs> I like you said. I thought this episode was this one. Like one of my favorite. This is my favorite of the season so far. And I like season one, but I haven't watched it since it was on. But this was like this might have been my favorite one of the, the two seasons yeah. so far. I thought this episode was awesome. And now you got to go back to the first scene of episode one, where the one of the the younger couples like she's swimming and she obviously like kicks a dead body while swimming or like sees something. We yep. don't know what it is. So now there's a lot of different options. I think they can go with that. I'm hoping it's Aubrey Plaza. I hope she kills her fucking loser husband. See, I I kind of think it's herself. That's simple. That it's oh, gonna be. That stink. <laughs> but she's definitely thinking about it. Like she had a couple scenes this this episode where the last episode where she's like looking out at the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, but she like walked right over to it. Yeah. So like she's thinking <laughs> of something. So I don't know if it's like somebody else or it's gonna be herself that's gonna do it. But yeah. she's like, I can throw his body into this ocean. And yeah. No, one, no know. one would fucking know no at one all. No. I can drag him over here. Look, honey, this would be so great. Yeah. Bam! Yeah, right. Smack him over the head and push him into the ocean. Rock over the head, see you later. She had a little look in her eye, like a little, uh, I don't know, she had that little evil hint to it. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. But this, I, I'm loving this season. I'm very, very invested to it. I'm loving it. Yeah, finally, like I said, ep- episode four, I finally got into it a yeah. little bit. So A lot of chaos is running going. I'm very into, like you said too, the uh, Chris Maltesante, his character there. Yep. And then his son, now that's going to really blossom. All, th- all three of them have seen the Italian chicks naked, yeah. which, which is hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit, man. Oh, man. I was dying this week. I was literally cackling, belly laughing all the watching it this week. I loved it. Got me very intrigued. And uh, the preview on the come on the rest of the season looks chaotic. Yeah, now it's like, all right, now we pick up. And, chaotic. Yeah. yeah, it does. So I'm looking forward to the rest of that. Luke, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to catch up and give us your opinions on that. I definitely will. Yeah, I'm. Uh, like I said, I'm almost done with 1899, so I'll, that'll be next to my list. 
Yeah, yeah. Eighteen ninety nine. Actually, I was actually let's get to that right now. That's what I got next on my list. Eighteen ninety nine on Netflix. They drop all eight episodes at one time. You, you little devil there. You got six episodes in already, huh? Yeah, I, I thought it was six. It was actually five, but uh, all right, five. But yeah, I'm working working through it. And oh shit! Really, really loving it. Honestly, it's You're uh, a couple ahead of me. Yeah, it's a real fun show. Um, it is. Yeah. Honestly, reminds me a lot of Lost. I think you maybe haven't seen Lost yet, Nick. Right? Yeah, I've watched. Uh, yeah. I watched Lost. Okay, it reminds me a lot of that. Just like with, like they're in a low tech setting, but there's like some mystical, like high technology, like working through it, and um, got all the symbolism or like the know, like artifacts with power and yep. uh, time travel and all that kind of shit. So it, it's definitely really fun to watch and. Uh, Curious to see where it goes because it's only got three episodes left, and it's uh, every every like answer that they give you is is more like just a twist that makes it more confusing. Oh, if I had <laughs> and, like imagine, a deeper mystery. So yeah, if I had to imagine, you're not going to get all your answers tied up this season. I have to get it's going to be you know at least at least maybe two or three seasons. I don't know what they have planned, but if I had to guess, I would have to bet just because I'm comp- I've been comparing it to Dark constantly. Yeah, like right away, like um, so like a big thing for me because I'm only on episode three. Have you checked it out yet? No, no, that's that's the one I got some catching up to do on. All right, fair enough. So we won't. Uh, I won't give too too much away. But there's a character that wears the the captain wears that the peacoat with a pop collar. Yep. And then there's a, a second character that comes in who also wears like the same the same collar the same version. Mm. So right away to me, I go back to dark because that's a huge thing in dark is like these like almost character comparisons from people that. Are like totally different ages, say if you want to put it that way. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm like right away. I'm just like, oh man. I'm like I'm talking to Steph, and like, oh, this could be this guy later on. She's like, this isn't dark. Like it's not going to be like that. I'm like, if you don't think this is going to be like that, you're crazy. Yeah. I was like, there's going to be some time traveling and shit going on. Next thing you know, the episode, the endings of uh, episode two and three were both like crazy. Yeah. But they don't like address them yet. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of I haven't seen four yet, but at least the ending to episode two was crazy right away. I was like, oh my god, we got to dive into episode three. And then they don't even address the ending at all for the entire episode. So I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. But then episode three ends in a crazy way. It's crazy. I'm loving it, though. I'm very, uh, very invested again. I thought it was also cool. Um, again, not to give too, too, too much away, but I thought it was crazy. In, in Dark, the ending of the first episode of Dark, uh, a little boy goes missing. Mm. And then this show starts off at the end of episode one. They find a little boy. Cool. I was like, oh, that's fucking... Yep, a little uh, little circle that I was like, all right, cool, I like that upside down world, yeah. But right away, man, I, I, I was like, fuck. As soon as they found that little boy, I was like, we gotta leave this kid here. What's, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I was like, this kid's here for a reason. We gotta keep him locked up. Let's leave him right here and go away. Let's yeah. pretend we didn't even see it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's creepy as creepy as hell. I, I don't think he's said a word at, at any point really, and like it's. Yeah, it's very, very scary. No, he's just a creepy little kid. The last yeah. thing I saw him do is like climbing on the floorboards and the hidden tunnels and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, right. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty wild. There's a couple cool things I wanted to point out about it without giving anything away, too. But uh, Yeah, that's one I'm interested to see Seth's opinion as well. Yeah, I was... Uh, Such a mind-bender. I like the way that they use the flashbacks. Um, yep. Like, it, it's not like they're actually just showing you something that happened already. They The characters literally, like, trip balls and, like, they're back in their memory. Yeah. And they, like, relive it. Um, so it's pretty cool. Pretty cool, like, way that they do do that. And uh, let's see what else I got here. Um yeah, so oh, I like that. There's a. I was watching it undubbed for a little while, and it was actually um, a lot of it's English anyway. So that's why some of the dubs line up really smoothly. I was gonna. All right, I was gonna say yeah. it felt like there was a lot of English because yeah. I noticed that even in dark. I wonder if it's the same way. Yeah, um, like some of the characters are speaking English, 
um, but others were German and French. Yeah, no, that makes and, sense uh, because and there's the, the Japanese girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's why it like lines up perfectly. But like the captain's one of the guys that speaks English a lot, but he also speaks German, so that's why they they completely dub over both his English stuff and his German stuff to keep, keep the same voice for the, the character. I got you. Yeah, but um, I was watching it undubbed. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it worked. And like I said, um, I'd say more the most common language is probably English, just because Ike and um, that redheaded woman, I forgot the, I her name, the doctor. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. uh she speaks English mostly too, but they both speak French to, and German to other people throughout. But I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm pulling for the captain just because again, character ties the dark. He's one of the he's like one of the big actors in dark. So oh, cool. I just got a natural natural tie to him. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like that. like I said, every time you think they're gonna get, like tell you how something works or like give you an answer it's it's just like nope the is <laughs> some deep yeah, ass shit behind right. that thing you thought was deep yeah it always reminds me of like the thing from the matrix how far down does the rabbit hole go you know what i mean it's just like it just keeps spiraling and spiraling and spiraling for every time you get yeah. one answer you get two more questions kind of a thing you know what i mean there's just always more to go yeah it's awesome yeah. i'm very much enjoying it i also thought it's funny again that character that i like the captain there so he like uh wears like obviously in this show he's wearing a very distinguishable coat like i said get the pico with the pop collar he just wore like this very distinguishable like grubby ass raincoat and all of dark just all the time but it was just like, I, love, I love this like i love all the weird little ties to this like you know what I mean? yeah kind of the opposite similar yeah a few things yeah that's cool yeah I uh, I love Dark. I know I've said that a lot of times, but that's one of my all-time favorite shows. I can't say enough good things about it. But like I said, I, Stefan wanted to watch more, and I was like, you know what? I want to hold off. I was like, I already got so much to talk about the podcast this week. I was like, I don't know if everyone's going to be diving into it. I didn't know you were going to be watching six or five episodes. Yeah, I caught on to it. It's my, my kind of thing, like you said. Yeah, I, I thought you would like it. I had a feeling. Yeah. I know how your brain works. It's a lot like mine, I feel like, and I think right. that you'd be very into that kind of thing. Especially, yeah. like I said, you're gonna, you said you're going to check out Dark after this. I think you're right. in for a treat. I think you're going to love that. Awesome! I can't wait. Um, it, it does look like up. people are catching on to this show too. It's um, I was scrolling through Netflix today, and it was the number one show in the U.S. Nice. On, on Netflix. Oh, well. um, on like the top ten thing. Yeah, Dark ended up blowing up at the end. Like uh, that's the third season it was like the one that really mm-hmm. like kind of blew up as it went like quote unquote live. You know what I mean? Yep. Seasons one and two like had already been out, and that's when I don't know how it happened, but the like you know that Netflix algorithm, kind of like you just mentioned, put it onto like people's radar. Yep. And then next thing you know, people were all sought to talk about it, which is why I caught on to it. And then me and Steph watched like season three, which is the last one as soon as it went live. But I feel like the third season like popped, kind of like what you were saying, you know, like top ten and shit. Yeah, no, it was re- it's really good, and uh, yeah, everybody else is following along with it. It's, I feel like it's kind of in the same category as Squid Game, where it's some like foreign yeah. film that everybody's or foreign TV series that everybody's getting right onto. Uh, it has that eight point oh on IMDb. Nice and. Uh, and yeah, there's no second season approved or anything yet, but there's a lot of people asking for it. And it yeah, seems, seems I like it's imagine. it's promising at least. Seems Netflix hasn't when. been greenlighting anything right away yet. They've been kind of waiting on everything. Yeah. Even uh, that other show that I mentioned a couple months, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, there the uh, the Midnight Club, the newest show from Mike Flanagan. There, even that wasn't right away greenlit for a second season. He's kind of like I'm waiting for the green light to see how it goes, basically. Hmm. Which honestly, I haven't seen anybody really talking about that one, which kind of bums me out. Except for you know one or two people there. Shout out uh, Mia. I know she mentioned it to me. But fucking, not too many people have mentioned. I really liked that show, but yeah, you know, sometimes Netflix they uh, can be careful with their pennies. They put on a lot of things. Yeah, I guess so. Like all is quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they cancel <laughs> as many things as they make, but yeah, true. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> They're just putting out so many things. You know what I mean? Which isn't a bad thing necessarily. You know what I mean? Just kind of testing the waters, yep. seeing what people like, seeing what people don't like. There's like, been a couple shows that got canceled that I liked. Um, there's one that's always on my page, even though I've watched it like five times now. Is uh, the Society? 
It's only like one season, but it's basically like um, like basically like a Lord of the Flies with like high school kids kind of a thing. And uh, I loved it. I was like fucking. And then I found out that season two just got canceled. And after I had already watched season one, I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" I'll that's say, gonna be I heartbreaking. That I would never even watch this yeah. first season. You know what I mean? That's gonna be heartbreaking. It was. I was like, I'm an idiot. I should have looked into this beforehand. <laughs> I was like, I'm such a moron. I literally was googling like season two. When's it coming? And it was like season two canceled. <laughs> like at eight. Like, oh. Oh man. Heartache. Yeah, heartbreaking. Oh, man. There's a lot of those shows going on right now that I'm into. Those Lord of the Flies kind of shows. Yellow Jackets on Showtime. That's coming back for a second season, I think, pretty soon. That show was awesome. If you guys haven't checked out Yellow Jackets season one, Yellow Jackets was dope. Loved it. I don't know that one either. Yeah, there was another one, too, on uh, was it Amazon, I believe. Uh, the Wilds? I think it was The Wilds. Something like that. But it was like um, all girls. But it was like basically Lord of the Flies Island kind of situation again. But that one, I was me and stuff like that one, too. I think that one's coming back for a third season. Cool. But, uh, yeah, 1899, you'll have to check it out yeah. and let us know. Yeah, that's next up for I'm me for sure. I'm interested to see, uh, yeah, your, your take on that one. That one's different from a lot of the other things that we watch. You know what yeah, I mean? nice. Big mind bender. Um, we have a movie to re- review, and then we have a show to recap. But before that, I said let's talk a little uh, Thanksgiving movies, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Sorry, I went off. This the is our recommendation <laughs> segment. Not too, not too Spoiler. many Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, Seth talked about the big yeah. one. That was of course the one that I had. Steve Martin, John Candy. Yeah, yeah, um, so awesome. Just an absolutely hilarious, hilarious movie. I mean, that's Steve Martin when he was in his prime. He yeah, just rolling through it. So fucking funny. Yeah, the jerk was right around then too, I believe. Three Amigos, yep. probably around the same. Time. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. He was just banging out hits at this point, which I love Steve Martin. Uh, even in the that new show he's in, Murderers in the Building, I love that show. He just cracks me up. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He said that's going to be his last thing acting wise, too, which makes me sad. That was like that the SNL time. Like him and Chevy Chase were just yeah ripping through him and just like just riding the high of uh, of SNL. Yeah. Just making awesome movie after awesome movie. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and All Movie, though, like Seth said, he kind of actually brought it. He nailed it. He smashed it right out of the park because it is really the only, like, Thanksgiving-themed movie. You know what I mean? Steve Martin trying to get home for Thanksgiving, has to battle a snowstorm. And he's a bit of a fucking, like, uh, just like a, what do you call it? Like a, he's worried about every little thing. Like a nervous Nelly. Nervous Nelly. Yeah, yeah. You know, always just like, yeah, exactly. Just panicking about every single little thing. And then he gets <laughs> potting up with, you know, John Cady, who's fucking... Yeah, uh, and that's like the set. Annoying nightmare. Yeah, it makes it hilarious, and it's also you get the like just the perfect hint of like sadness too, because John Candy's yeah. going through like uh, you know if you haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to spoil it, but John John Candy's now, but. yeah right like yeah. yeah do some homework. Hey, who knows? John Candy's character, like I said, that you know a little bit of like sadness there too, but like the the funniness of it like trumps it. Yeah, no, but it's it's a it's a perfect movie. blend. Yeah, Fucking it's so hilarious funny. movie. Uh, the other one that I have that is actually a movie that I watched last night. Uh, it's a movie that we've also mentioned on the show before. It's a personal favorite of mine. It's Silver Lining Playbooks. While it's not in any way directly tied to Thanksgiving or anything like that, I yeah. feel like it encompasses a lot of the things that Thanksgiving kind of is wrapped around. Yeah. That fall weather. You got tons of football. Yep. You got a ton of family, the family meals, the family conversations, the inner workings, the drama, the annoyance of seeing relatives sometimes. Like when his brother comes into the movie, he's just his brother's just basically just like saying how his life's awesome and Bradley Cooper's life sucks. And he's just like <laughs> Dude, it's like, this is why I hate Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? I don't want to have to deal with this shit kind of thing, you know what I mean? But I feel like it encompasses a lot of the things that Thanksgiving got. It's quite literally one of my favorite movies of all time. I was saying this stuff, I was like, "Eh." I could argue that movie's in the top, like, 10 to 20 movies of the last, like, 20 years for me. Yeah. Of, like, anything. I I fucking think it's amazing. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, 
Uh, Robert De Niro, Chris Tucker was the first time he had been back on the screen in a long time. He has an awesome little cameo in that movie. And you mentioned, in, and this is in a different way, but you mentioned in scenes that always make you laugh, even though you know what's going to come. Robert De Niro's speech at the end of the movie, when he kind of grabs Bradley Cooper and he's like, you know, moments in life grab out to you, it gets me every time, man. It just fucking hits me home. I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, Steph, is it dusty in here? Or what's going on? I'm like, oh my God, what a scene. Of course, it's after the Eagles cover the spread or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they beat yeah. the Cowboys or whatever it is. Yeah. So he's riding that high. Fucking hilarious movie. Great De Niro performance. He's awesome. Yeah. And everyone's awesome. That's what I was going to say. It's one of those, like, every actor and actress. Like, it's not just one of those movies where just one role blew it away. Yeah. Like, they all knock it out of the park. They, yeah, they really, really do. I love it. Still, it cracks me up. It's a sad, it has some sad moments. It's a great movie. I love it. Have you seen Silver Lining Playbooks? Yeah, I actually hadn't seen it until probably, like, sometime this year. But it's definitely a really good movie. Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper in a cool role. Uh, and, yeah, Robert De Niro, the addicted to gambling father. That's a character throughout. He's trying to get his restaurant, baby. Just yeah. wants to make Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> yep, yeah, he's a good man. Good man at heart. Got, got some uh, some shit he's working through, but they all do. Clearly, that's kind of what it's about. Cliff, the 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 when they go to the Eagles game and they run into the doctor, like that's one of those scenes that just cracks me up every single time. <laughs> he's just like today, I am your brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> and then after they get into the fight, they go back to the crib. And fucking Cliff goes with him. He's still got his face painted, almost just to like vouch for Bradley yeah. Cooper. This is like this is so. This whole scene is just yeah, insane. Out of control. The brother doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's just utter chaos. But I, I absolutely love that movie. I don't know if I said it on here, but I traveled like friggin' forty minutes to go see that movie in theaters when it was playing because it was only in select theaters. It was, was it like really? very very limited release. It didn't get like a mass screen release, and I was fucking chilling with uh, shout out Ginge and Nicole Robitaille. I was chilling with her one day, and we just had nothing to do, and I was like. I showed her the trailer and I was like, this movie looks awesome. I was like, but it's not playing anywhere in like a 45 minute radius. Where was it at? <laughs> that you saw? It was a nice ass theater. It was somewhere in Rhode Island or Connecticut, I think. We had to go down. Oh, man. Oh, that. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, it was, it was like right on that right on that border there, like past the shit pikes of Rhode Island. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> was it the Warwick Mall, maybe? No, no, no. Even no. deeper? Yeah, yeah. It was way deeper. Oh, my God. Because I would say, I go Funko Pop on the, Don, uh, the yeah. Warwick Mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, it was it was pretty far. It was a good drive. But I, I remember I was we had nothing to do. I checked it out. And I was like, that was well worth it. Love yeah, it. I great love movie. It. I've seen that movie a bunch of times, and it still hits me every single time. Yeah, it's a good one. Do you guys have any uh, any other ones? Even fringe kind of like I said, anything that reminds you of Thanksgiving, anything like that? I was trying to go through one. I gotta pull it up on my phone. But I was going through the list, and I was like, it was that it was a good movie, but I didn't think of it as a Thanksgiving movie so i mean let me take a look here well, so there's a couple that they always usually revolve around football to me i don't know if that's just because in america football and thanksgiving just go hand in hand you know what i mean yeah but like even like invincible which is a, a movie that i surprisingly like even though i hate mock Wahlberg, uh i like that movie a lot like that one kind of gives me the same kind of vibes you know what i mean small town kid a lot of family in that movie kind of makes it to the league the whole thing football oh yeah that, that's what it was uh same thing that you were just saying actually <laughs> family football uh the blind side Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, that totally hits. Great, I feel that's like a that great works. movie. That's a Remember good the Titans, probably too. Yeah, I would say. I, like I said, I don't know if it's just because we're from America and football and Thanksgiving go hand in hand. But oh yeah, for sure. I would say even you know replacements, fucking any of those movies. I feel like they all hit Thanksgiving yep. time. Oh, that was on my list. Any football movie, <laughs> like Remember the Titans, is one of my. Favorite. Any football movie, yeah. yeah. I don't know, God, I love Remember the Titans. Yeah, uh, I, I like was uh, I should have like just you know like Google high school, it, so. think if there was anything I was missing. And Google gives you a bunch of Christmas movies. I'm just like that. Like that's not 
Yeah. <laughs> That's not Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like even this, I'm flipping through some, and it's just a lot of Thanksgiving movies. I mean, uh, Christmas movies. A lot of Christmas movies. Like, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the same thing. I've got some good fringe ones. Some. Uh, yeah, but you have sort a fringe. Of, so, um, Rocky is actually, there's like a Thanksgiving scene in like three of the five Rocky movies. You don't got to convince me on that one. Yeah, and there's the, the scene with Polly, <laughs> right? Yeah. The scene with Polly throwing the turkey out in the alleyway or whatever. Perfect. And, uh, I love it. Like, yep. Yeah. And that, that kind of like is the last straw that gets Adrian to go out with yeah. Rocky. Right. And then, um, I love they, that. They're kind of continuing it too, I guess. I was looking it up, and I guess Creed 1 and 2 were both released on Thanksgiving. And Creed three was originally released originally or scheduled to release this Thanksgiving. No kidding. But they had to move it. Obviously, now it's March next year. But so they're kind of they're acknowledging it a little bit, and uh, not that there's been any like Thanksgiving references in Creed, but they're yeah, no, I got. You. They think it's a th- uh, Thanksgiving time movie too. You know. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I think there's a there's a void there. You know what I mean? Christmas yeah. movie, especially even December in general, gets just flooded with movies because people will go, uh, like, you know, Avatar 2, a bunch of superhero movies come out in December. Spider-Man No Way Home just released in uh, December. Yeah, It's a big time for movie releases because people go into the theater. It's starting to get cold outside in a lot of places and stuff like that. Was but, Knives Out around Christmas time? I mean, uh, Thanksgiving time? I saw that one was on, on there. On the that one was like a, a Thanksgiving release. No, I, I didn't think get around to that one. Knives Out? Yeah. Knives Out was pretty good. I like mm-hmm. Knives Out. Second yeah. one's coming out pretty soon, I think. Yeah, that's when we're doing like Daniel Craig. Yeah, it was a loaded right. cast. Chris Evans. Yeah, one of those. It was loaded. loaded cast. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was one of those, uh, you know, like Clue movies. What is it? I like that movie a lot. You liked it? Knives Out. Out. Yeah, that was, that's my kind of thing. Yeah, and I like Netflix those. paid big bucks for the next two, right? Yeah, two more. Yeah, the next one's, what is it, like uh, Glass Onion, I think it is, something like that? Is it Glass I Onion? I don't know. I don't know. It is something to do with an onion. Something onion. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know. Glass Onion came to mind. Could be wrong. But I'm looking forward to that. I think that, is that the, is that the summer? I think it is. I hope so. I, I believe that Knives Out was off my radar. December. That's straight to streaming, too, I think. Yeah, Netflix is making it. It's Netflix, right? I think it's yeah. going straight to streaming. Cool. Uh, it will be out <laughs> tomorrow. What? What is? Uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. What? Well, I mean, it's, no in th- it's in theaters tomorrow, yeah. Wow. No oh, kidding. Cool. Look at that. Spielberg's movie's out tomorrow, too. Um, yeah. I can't I think of the name of it. Seth Rogen's in it. It looks pretty good. I'm, I'm very intrigued. Now, anything Spielberg, you can catch me there. And let me tell you, man, speaking of Spielberg, but uh, James Cameron, he's he's winning me over with this Avatar 2. I didn't love Avatar 1. I'm going to rewatch it soon. But this guy, the way, I mean, he's one of the great filmmakers of all time. And the way he's talking about this fucking movie, I'm like, this movie's going to be awesome. He's got me. I don't even you know, what's, you know what's funny is that I had a thing that I would, like, if you're talking about news, I just put James Cameron needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> So like a couple of weeks, I think, like a, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. He came out with something trashing like like superhero films, saying yeah, that he, like especially the Marvel ones are like <laughs> oh it's just a bunch of like I think he said like guys compared to like college, college frat party yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. I, I saw that, and he, I'm like, dude, like what are you like nervous that this is like the the genre of movies? Even Qu- uh, Quentin Tarantino today came out with like a like a quote about it, saying He's the been same thing a lot lately, yeah, saying like lately. Um, oh you know at the end of the day like. The, the superheroes of what gets remembered, you know, like Captain America, Thor. But I'm like, I remember, uh, like, Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. Like, that's his role. He took it and he, like, blew it away. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Like, it's not the case where it's just the super, like, just the superhero itself. Like, what are these guys, like, all of a sudden they're, like, piping up about? Is because they're, they're taken away from their fucking, their showtime? What you want to talk about a fantasy world? Is- you got people, J- James Cameron, you're making a movie about people that are transferred as fucking... Boo alien people, whatever. I'm like talking about, wow, special effects. Whoa, special effects. Cool. The year fucking 2022. Let's make a three hour and 13 movie, uh, three hours and 13 minute movie over it. 
<laughs> James Cameron, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Take a said. seat. We can't have both. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't like superhero movies, and if I were to like Avatar 2, uh, I can't have both? You know what like, I think? Why are we funny? shitting on superhero movies all of a sudden? Is I feel like that, yeah, I think the, the reason why they're piping in all of a sudden is because superhero movies are finally good. You didn't hear James Cameron or Scorsese or any of these guys, because Scorsese's been talking about them too. Any of these guys coming out and talking about it when, you know, the X-Men trilogy came out, the original X-Men Yeah, trilogy, right. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even after the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man franchise yeah. came out. They weren't saying that superhero movies were ruining cinema, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's now that they're actually fucking killing it in the box office. They're yeah. contending with movies like Avatar 1 and knocking him off of his pedestal of being the number one highest yeah. rated box office movie of all time. And now it's like, oh shit, we have to contend with all these movies. And Sorry, bud. Out like crazy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Sorry. Make a better, make a better batch it. I don't know. Yeah, I can't go see a superhero movie, and then you know I'm gonna watch the next Quentin Tarantino film series, whatever it is. Like, I don't get why I have to have both. I think it's funny because we, I already mentioned earlier that um, on a different episode where James Cameron literally went, he basically went to like a like a, a film school, whatever you want to call it, but he went through like a fucking huge ass course where they were literally learning to film and redesign cameras to film on the wall. They like like spent like ten years doing it specifically for Avatar two. Working with all these new cameras, all these new procedures to film underwater and make these scenes like uncool. Again, cool. Which the trailer looks awesome, right? I, I'm not saying the trailer doesn't look awesome. I said I'm excited for the movie. But I think it's hysterical that Black Panther 2 just came out. They did a bunch of shit on the water and it looked phenomenal. Yeah. They didn't wait 10 years, you know what I mean? No. There was no 10-year process of going in the water to do this. They filmed scenes on the water and they looked sick. They didn't just look okay. They looked awesome. Yeah. They were some of the best scenes in the movie. So it's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? I think that's that's got to be concerning for him. He's like, what the fuck? I just went and did all this shit for nothing. You know what I mean? Kind of a thing. It's got to be tough. But I, I hope that. I hope that. It's nothing against James Cameron. I, you know, he makes awesome movies. Just I hope that movie flops. I don't know how <laughs> oh, it's, it's not going to. I don't know how it's going oh, to. It's not going <laughs> to. Like, I can't imagine it's, it's going to. Did you see how the, the re-release did? The re-release fucking was on Yeah, the it drew more than like movies that are coming out. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but it's I hope insane. that movie flops. I saw he actually made another comment the other day. It's got to be like the fourth highest grossing movie of all time in order to make any profit. That's how big the Yeah, is. I did see Jesus that. Jesus Christ. So that, that's that's my goal. As long as it doesn't become the fourth highest rated, like the highest profit movie. It doesn't make movie. a dollar. You just don't yeah. have to make a dollar. Just don't make that goal. Exactly. Right, you. If you don't make that goal, that's a win for me and that's a fail for you, James Cameron. You fail. Challenge on Seth Bruce Cameron. And you did make a superhero movie. You made Aquaman. Oh, never mind. Sorry. That was, that was Entourage. My fault. Sorry, that, that wasn't real. That wasn't real. My fault. I don't know. I just... I just I, ho- I hope it fails. I can't tell you why. I just I think Avatar is overrated. The, yeah. I gotta watch the first one again, but I did not like it the first time oh, I watched God, it. That was dude. going. That's over ten years ago for me. So my mind, my special effects, cool, sweet yeah. CGI, neat. Yeah. Luke, you excited G- for Avatar? Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. Uh, I'm with I'm with Seth that. Like he's definitely kind of a pretentious dick. Usually, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah like, no. uh, he's him coming at the superhero movies is him kind of feeling threatened, like you were saying, Nick. Too like he's he's reeling. He's feeling like he has to defend himself a little bit. So, uh, but no, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be good. He's obviously put a ton of time into it. Uh, maybe the fact that it's going to be underwater for like two and a half hours it, it made it worth doing it for real. I don't know if that's cheaper than CGIing it for two and a half hours, but uh, yeah, I don't. I wasn't a massive fan of the first one, but I think the second will be decent. Yeah, I think he, I was saying even if it's the even if it's not that good of a movie, I was like at least for three hours it'll it'll look pretty damn beautiful. I have to imagine it's probably going to be pleasant to look at at least worst case scenario. Yeah, hopefully, it, well, at least I'm going to say hopefully it doesn't fall. It's good IMAX movie, definitely gotta yeah gotta check it out. Check it out on IMAX, no yeah. doubt about that for sure. Did they do like 3D the first time too, or was it just? 
I think they did do 3D. I remember going with my family. One of the few few movies I saw with my family, and I remember seeing 3D because I still vividly remember. I went with my whole family, including my dad. Who, if you, if you, (laughs) like, (laughs) who, if you don't know, is legally blind and and has visual issues. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm I'm like, how does he have these 3D glasses on? And like, does it like help or anything like that? So I do remember that movie definitely was out in 3D, right. and that's how I remember it. Oh man, I love your father. I would love to have seen that. <laughs> I would love to have been there for that experience. I would have loved. To, I would have just watched John. I wouldn't even have watched the movie. I would have just seen. I would have liked to watch John's reactions. Yeah, it's <laughs> gotta be weird for someone who can barely see. I would said have he loved, to, said he loved it. Uh, I don't know. Said he loved it. Honestly, it would have been better for him because when he watches yeah. like you know the big games and stuff, he likes to get real close to the screen so he's get the best possible view of it. Maybe the fact that they're coming, the 3D is coming right at him, right. helps his. Yeah. Like the color, you know what I mean? I don't. Oh, know, he does. It's not an issue of colors. So if he, you know, yeah, yeah sees yeah. the beautiful blue water and <laughs> yeah, the, the cool blue aliens. <laughs> I love your you dad. One of my favorite people on the goddamn planet. He is a gem. Uh, from there, though, I think uh, that's going to wrap it up for our recommendations. Though I think for the Thanksgiving week. Yeah, I had two quick ones with like scenes. Oh, what do you got? I remember in uh, like the first Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving scene. Yeah, he's got yeah, uh, like, a cut in his dress the first time that uh, the goblin realizes that he's uh, Spider-Man. Yep, exactly. He like, hides attached to the ceiling while Norm's like looking around for him. And then yeah, he, that's when he figures it out and it kind of like, leads Bike to the... message and knock me down. Yeah, it leads to the climax of the movie. He's saying the fucking pie on me fucking slaps it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he, like Peter brings like a can of uh, cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah. That's his contribution. Um, and then just Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, got to be mentioned. Oh, of course. That's always, yeah. Yeah. And no then doubt. Uh, no I feel like any any movie with like Native Americans in it, too, kind of gives you the... Maybe uh, like uh, Revenant? I yeah, can see I, the Revenant almost playing Thanksgiving time. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, that's obviously like... I looked it up. That's like 18-something, but I, I put the Revenant on my list, too. No like, shit, did you? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not like 1620 Pilgrim stuff, but uh, it still gives you the vibes and you know, Native American stuff appreciation. Yeah, no, you know, that's that's kind of half the point of Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. I can't believe that that's what Leo finally won for. It's wild to me. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He wasn't even the best guy in the movie. Tom Hardy was better than he was. And they were both good, but yeah. They were both good. No, no, no. Yeah, Leo, Leo's been good, good so Leo many was good, but he's yeah. done so many fucking gems that he could have won for, and that was just a matter of time kind of a thing. Yeah, I agree. Leo's, Leo's been robbed many times, but he'll take a makeup yeah. call. I mean, unbelievable. I, I can't remember who beat him for Wolf of Wall Street, but that one was... Yeah, I, I can't I believe that, that he didn't win that one. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who we beat him for that one. It was, it might have been Tom Hanks, to be honest with you. I feel like it yeah, could have been it's like 2014 or something. That uh, what was? I think it would be, mm, I might be mixing my years up. What was that spy movie that he did? That Tom Hanks did there. Uh, hmm. it was 20 teens. Hmm. Like Taylor. No, I, uh, I can't think of the name of it. But that one I know won. I feel like he won uh, best actor for that one. Huh. But yeah, oh, God, always uh, like we said, not too many oh, Thanksgiving, you know, specified movies. But I like the Rocky shout out. I yeah. love. I mean, anytime you want to watch Rocky, I'm down. You know what I mean? I, you don't need to give me a reason. I love that though. And right away, as you said, I was like, good call. I like that. Yeah, definitely right. a couple scenes. Spider Man one too. That was a good one. As soon as you said that, that one clicked obviously right away because I started basically quoting the little tidbits of the fucking movie. Yeah, that movie cemented in my brain. I've seen it two billion <laughs> freaking times, man. Yeah, it's classic. Oh, you know what? I actually have to just grab uh, my charger for the camera real quick because I forget to grab it. So you guys just talk for one. All right, all right. Oh, you know who it was who won? I mean, it was actually pretty decent. It was uh, He lost to Matthew McConaughey uh, in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, I remember that. Never saw that one, but yeah. I do remember it got a lot of... Uh, it was one of those, I think, it absolutely clean house during that year. 
Yeah, I didn't watch it either. But yeah, he. Uh, Dallas Buyers Dallas Club, Buyers Club. Uh, oh, McConaughey. Oh shit. McConaughey, yeah. George, plug that brick into that green right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Fuck. Damn it. Yeah, that's a fucking (laughs) tough one. That is a tough one right there. I think from there, though, we're going to get into what I was kind of suggesting earlier in the podcast, right off the beginning. I got some some things to spew, and I think I'm ready to get into it. (laughs) Let it out. Spew. Let's start with all is quiet on the Western Front. I actually, you know what? I want to start with Luki on this one. Because we got Seth's <laughs> opinion last week. I want to hear what Luki has to say first. Let's start with Luke. Luke, what you got? All is quiet on the Western Front. Netflix. Getting great reviews. Seth gave it a pretty good recommendation. Um, yeah, I, I think it was really good. I'm, I'm curious to see what you didn't like about it. I thought it was really well made. Um, epic opening scene, like like Mitz mentioned. Um like the guy is just like scared shitless. Like you see him be like kind of cowardly a couple times, but then the scene ends with him just being a badass too. So, and that's kind of like a theme of that they go through for the whole movie. So yeah. it's a lot about the struggle and the fear, and uh, especially for all these young guys that are just getting into the uh, the army. They think it's going to be all great, and it's yeah. They go right into the shit storm. They yeah. literally that was like the ten, best part. Ten minutes into the into yeah. their like service, they're like. Yep. Ankle deep in mud. <laughs> like, like, oh fuck, what have we done? <laughs> yeah, just like nasty shit. People getting blown up immediately. Like, pretty wild. I uh, like the opening scene as far as what they did with the uniforms too. I thought that was actually a pretty um, yeah interesting way of doing that. Yeah, the whole process: battlefields, truck, stripped, clean. You know what I mean? Then yeah, they clean. You have to see the woman just like wo- like you know washing them, hanging them back up, and then they just go right out the door to. Oh, the ones that the Jesus, someone just died in this. Yeah, the scene yeah. where they're like, oh yeah. This is like this is like a different name. It's not the main characters, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's probably just like didn't fit them." Like, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, it happens yeah. all the time. But mm-hmm. you realize that it's just all the soldiers that have died. Like, pretty fucked up shit. I don't know. I yeah, like that. Like I said, I like that they focused on like how like nationalistic World War One was. Yeah. And how all these all these young kids were just jacked up, ready to fight for their country, and they just had yeah, a lot of no patriotism. idea what they were walking into. Yep. No None. doubt about that. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh. It, it honestly had like some horror movie vibes. I know we'll get into it more when you go by through some scenes, Nick. I know the first one I mentioned to you before I, when we got here. You're like, I got some thoughts on that. So, oh um, yeah, we want to get. What's yeah? I'm not gonna lie. I I did not enjoy this movie. Yeah, oh, that sucks, man. I mean, it. I didn't love the ending, um, but I thought it was good, and I thought it was really well made and really great effects. I, they did so many cool effects. Um, before I get into that other scene, there was one. Like during a few shootouts, I feel like all the fire was real. They, all the smoke was real. Uh, all the blood and like the sets were all real. The um, trenches looked awesome too. Yeah, and like all the violence looked so real too. Like they, there's one scene where a guy shoots shoots a soldier in the head, and it go it like goes through the guy's head and like blows up a glass on a shelf behind him. Like yeah, it was just a very like lively environment. It seemed very real. Um, but yeah, the the scene that I thought was like very horror like that Nick didn't like was uh. Well, I didn't like a part of it. But you go ahead. Go, you go ahead. Uh, they're just like at the very beginning, and they're taking taking some bombs, and they're trying to hide hide in the um, in the trenches. And these guys who just got there ten minutes ago are all freaking out and like literally crying for their moms and stuff. And it, I don't know. Like some of them obviously weren't cut out for it, but it just like shows that extreme example. And then one guy runs out there and gets freaking vaporized. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely demolished. Yeah. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. It was like very. I thought it was a horror movie, and a lot of a lot of times, uh, I, 
So that was kind of cool to me. But Nick, what did you think about that scene? Now you like right where right where you just finished off. I almost kind of agree with everything you just said. That scene was this build up was awesome. They really like intensified it. You got one of the main boys that we just met. Well, not just met, but we actually I like the first kind of like almost the first hour of the movie. You know what I mean? When we're meeting these kids and stuff, we're kind of. You could tell what it was doing. It was character development. You were trying to almost, they were trying to get you to like these kids before they were unfortunately going to be thrown, like we said, into the trenches, kind of, you know what I mean? They were probably eventually all going to die, which is what I was assuming right out of the gate. Yep. So, yeah, I get what they're doing. They're trying to make it, you know, they want to make us sad later on when they yeah. die. I get it. I'm with you. That's going to be one of my big things. But before we get to that, <laughs> that scene that Luke was just mentioning, you got these mortars raining down on them. I was like, all right, this is awesome. It's intense. You got this one kid that's crying. Then you hear whatever you want, the sergeant, the kind of head of the room here says this is basically what happens right before they move in for the attack. Like this is kind of like the proceedings there. They're kind of clearing the area so that we come and hide. So they're allowed to just advance right up on us. So like they're coming kind of a thing, like get ready. So like I'm all fucking pumped up. I'm like, all right, we just did like an hour of character development. We're in the shit. The fucking guys are coming. Like they're coming over. They're firing mortars. Like let's fucking go. And the next thing you know, the trench, whatever you want to call it, the uh, like the pit that they had dug into to protect themselves from the mortars, Bunker. collapses. The main character like gets knocked out and is like buried by the rubble. And then the rest of the scene is just skipped. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you going? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, we just did like a full hour of character development. All right, it's time now. We have an hour. It's like an hour. For, that's another thing. This movie is way too fucking long. <laughs> way fucking too long. I'll, I'll admit I took a break. Wait, all right. <laughs> Let me tell you. Like we just, for instance, like if you can keep me entertained, I don't care how long your movie is. I really don't. I don't give a shit. Even I'm not even a big DC fan. That the fucking the, the Justice League cut. Yep. Things like four hours yeah. long. I watched the whole thing virtually without a problem. Yeah. So it's not a matter of how long it is. This movie felt fucking long, dude. I was like, this is this is a lot. But like I said, you have this hour character development, and then you get to this the best part of the movie, they like skip it. That really pissed me <laughs> off. That really, really, really pissed me off. I was like, this should be like like, you know, one of the big scenes. I'm like, all right, there's an hour and ten minutes left, an hour and twenty minutes left. Like, let's have a nice big fucking pop here and show what the rest yeah. of this movie is gonna be but, like. And then we just skip it. Yeah. But, but I think my thing was the reason why I liked it is that I didn't need like I didn't need a war movie that you we're able to become emotionally attached to the characters, you know, like saving, like saving Private Ryan is or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one, they, you know, they want you to be emotionally attached to the characters. I like, I feel like I didn't need a movie like that. Sure, I wanted to see. It sounds like I guess whatever sadistic, whatever you want to call it, but I wanted to see just like the the brutality of World War One. It could skipped. Got skipped in that scene. That's what I'm saying. I it wanted did. to see yeah. it too. There was a I lot wanted of crazy to watch shit. It. But I, I didn't like need said, to see four characters. Awesome. The guy goes out because he's so scared. He gets blown to pieces. All right, bang, boom. It's like all right, yeah. the, the, the general, like I said, whoever the general, the sergeant, whatever the fuck, the guy that's in charge is like the like the uh, the, the, Paris, the Empire. The French, yeah, <laughs> the French, the British, they're all fucking coming. They're gonna like this is what they do. They're, they're gonna be coming. Up. Yeah. So like I said, I'm fucking, I'm sliding to the edge of my seat. I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this. And the next thing you know, it's like black screen. All right, we skipped the whole battle. And uh, the main character was buried under some rubble. We just pull him out and he's just totally fine. I'm just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is so fucking lame. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like just assumed, assumed that they retreated and uh, then retook the ground or whatever. Like, Yeah, because there was skip. probably an awesome battle, Luke. Yeah, that we uh, didn't see. No, I'm with you. I'm the only the only thing that I thought I thought was on that lame side was his friend dying at the end. Oh, <laughs> we'll get there. 
I thought we'll that. Get, we'll I get thought cat's poor death. I don't even want to. The only character that I really liked in this whole movie is that cat guy. Yeah, cat Drusinski. Or can't read or fuck. can't read. That guy's the fucking man. Yeah. I don't want to get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Okay. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But like I said, so that that was a big problem for me. Another big problem for me, like I said, was the runtime. This movie easily could have been thirty minutes shorter. Then, like I mentioned, this character development that we do for an hour, right? To me, ends up being totally like not paid off at all. You have four kids. You got Paul. I only know two of their names. Paul. Laws is the fat one. Then you get the kid with glasses. And then you get the skinny black kid. kid, Right? So, I right after the mortar scene that we were just mentioning, the scene that gets skipped, he goes collecting the dog tags. Right? And then he's like, basically stumbles upon a pair of glasses, which is like, alright, like, probably, that's probably not a good sign. And then he comes across like the body of the kid. I swear to God, I'm like, well, he's covered in mud. I've only seen him with the glasses on. I was like, is this a sigh of relief? Is it not him? Is it him? Then when he starts crying, I'm like, oh, okay, it's that kid with the glasses. Like, probably should have kept the glasses on him just so that, like, it was almost, you know what I mean? <laughs> just because, like, I was like, we haven't spent, like, that much time with these kids. And it's like, I don't know what, exactly what they look like. You throw a bunch of mud and dirt all over them. I was like, I, don't, I can't recognize this fucking kid. It's not till he starts crying where I'm like, oh, shit. It must have been that kid yeah. fucking whose glasses we just found a fucking few minutes ago. I was like, Okay, I guess I'm kind of sad. Well, they show the glasses earlier. Like, it's like goggles, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that was that was your tell that it was him. You should have left them. Yeah, you know what it would have been a tell if they just left them on his fucking head? Rather than die, you know when people die in movies and, like, the other actor, like, closes their eyes? Yeah. They just, like, put the glasses on him instead. <laughs> yeah. instead. Go to sleep. My sweet yeah, prince. Yeah, they just That's put the well. glasses over him. <laughs> so then we get the laws. Laws fucking goes off on that little mission for a minute with the girls, which is a scene that I like. Comes back with the panties. I was like, all right, cool. I like this kid. He's funny. He's cracking me up and shit. He dies off screen. Somebody just comes up to him. He's like, hey, here are these old pair of panties. Uh, Laws is dead. <laughs> he didn't like, make it, but here are the panties. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, it's one of the only characters. We're only following like four people. Yeah. Five. It ends up being five with Cat once he gets introduced. But I'm like, we're following like five characters in this whole movie. And one of them dies off screen. Yeah. When there's two and a half hours. So. Exactly. Yeah. How are you going to have them die off screen? They get, like, separated in one of the trenches. You know what I mean? They're, like, calling after one another. And they kind of just, like, get, like, there's so many, like, it's almost like a, like a stampede of people. Yeah. kind of get caught away from each other. And I'm like, that's it. I'm like, you got to be joking. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we're doing more character development with this kid later on. He's the man and shit. I'm like, and then we're just going to not kill him on screen. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, that was weird. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. And I kid you not, maybe one of you guys can fill me in. I still have no idea what happened to the other kid with the black hair. I don't know if he died. I don't know if he survived. If he died, I have no idea when it happened. I have no idea what happened to that kid. Was it the one with like the poster? Where he brings the poster back? Yeah. I have no idea what happened to that kid. And whatever happened to him, it must have happened so fast that if I blinked for a half a second. Because you like, see, Oh, there he is. Oh, he's dead. You can vouch for him. I am not a person who's watching shit like I'm on my phone. Like my phone is like fucking across oh, the yeah, room. Like, for sure. I'm, when I'm watching something, I'm fucking no, watching something. Yeah. So like I said, if I'm missing something, it's because I literally like blinked or like I freaking grabbed my drink off the coffee table and I took a, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no idea what happened to that guy. No idea. Yeah, I don't remember. No clue. See? So it's not just me. Could they be trying to be like cocky filmmakers and making a, that a point of like, like that's how, that's how war is. You, you lose track of your friends kind of shit. That's, see, that's what I thought it was. Like, that's why I thought I, I didn't need to, I didn't need to see character, character development in this movie. I just needed to see like. How brutal will like World War One? Let me tell you, if you're right hurt. about that, then we could have cut that opening 15 minutes in half. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like you needed a little something. You know what I mean? Like I said, like it shows like the the nationalism side of World War One and how I, like these kids who had no idea what they were walking into were excited to fight. So I think you needed a little bit, but I didn't need to see these, fo- support just these four kids story. like oh, you know, the brothers, I love each other, like the whole entire movie, and then three of them die at the end. Yeah, I, I didn't really need to see that. But it's it's clearly not a movie about like a hero, you know. It's no right. It's a, it is about bravery, but not not about someone who like changed the tides of the war or anything. Yeah, you know? so yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, no, it's more sure. just about like he ends up becoming a far more of a badass than I ever expected him to become. I'll tell you that. Like yeah. by the end of it, he's yeah, he like a lot more of a uh, a bit of a killer. Yeah, yeah. He, he's impressive, and he goes through all the emotions you could possibly have, and like challenge as much as anybody is but that was the best scene in the movie he's super super brave fights through it the uh the emotional roller coaster he goes on in that uh like that trench yeah they're in like the mud pit yeah and he stabs that guy and he's just like refusing to die even though he got stabbed like six (laughs) times and is clearly choking on his own blood just refused to die just the emotional roller coaster that he goes on in that scene i thought was Awesome. He's like, please die. Like, it was please very stop. Yeah, it was yeah. uncomfortable, but I thought he did an awesome job. Yeah. Uh, also, like you said, Luke, I thought, like you know, visually effects wise, that shift I thought was good. I, I, it wasn't a terribly, you know, I didn't hate everything about it. But overall, I did not enjoy a lot of this movie. Let's get to the guy that Seth was mentioning, who was my favorite character in the movie. Was that cat guy Krasinski, the guy that they meet? He's kind of already a little bit seasoned and shit like that. Total badass. Can't read, which I thought was kind of funny, too. Can't read. That scene on the shitter, I was just like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is just, I could not have, thank God I don't live in these times, man. Yeah, they just, just sit there. each other. I'm like, this is crazy. This guy's smoking right next to me while he's taking a shit. He's having me read his letter to him. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like a bucket. It's like a wood bucket. Bonding yeah. moment. Yeah. I was like, this is chaos. I could never have done it, but I thought it was fucking hilarious, so I was cracking up at that. <laughs> This guy, these two, you know, we get through all this shit. Him and Paul, it seems like we're going to fucking survive. They go back to this fucking farm for one last pillage to get one more chicken before the war's all over. This scene pissed me off to no end. I was like, if you want to kill Cat here, fine. So be it. I was like, like 11-year-old Rambo, like, fucking takes his father's gun, tracks these guys down, fucking however far they ran... Then Cat goes to take a piss, even though they were just shitting together an hour earlier in the movie. <laughs> Cat goes to take a piss. He goes 400 yards into the fucking woods to take a piss. I'm like, dude, what is going on here? Yeah. I'm like, you guys were just shitting right next to each other. Just pull your prick and take a piss. Right. Like, what's going on here? He travels fucking whoever knows how far into the woods. This kid takes his father's gun, is able to fucking follow these fucking two German soldiers... Moves right past Paul into the woods, follows Cat, and shoots him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be fucking yeah. kidding me. Yeah. But I think it goes back to what I was saying about how, like, you know, it wasn't like a character development thing, is that when he goes back to the, the infirm, like, goes back to the base, there's no, like, dramatic scene where he's, like, slowly dying and they're talking. No. Nope. It, it just goes right back to the brutality. The doctor's like, yeah, his liver's failed. Like, he's dead. Yeah, that pissed me off, too. Yeah. Like, he's gone. So what the fuck do you mean he's gone? He's gone. He's fine. He was literally, like, Paul said it, too. He was, like, he was just talking to me. I was like, he was just talking a minute ago. Yeah, no. Like, his liver's failed. Like, he's dead. Like, there's no point. Yeah, and blood's black. Trying to save him. Done. Yeah, it just I goes think, back to the brutality of it. Yeah, honestly, looking back at it now, it's it's like a tragedy. Like, it's, yeah. It's not and a... And then the very last... any other type of... The very last part of it is so, like... Uh, it was tragic at the end. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't think they were trying to make a inspiring movie or anything. They were no. like, this is the shit that happened. And it was dirty and bloody and yeah. fucking sad. And, uh, and it makes it intense. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not a traditional movie in, uh, in most of those ways. You know? Yeah. 
That well, shit pissed me the fuck off. I mean, like, he, all the shit that they survived, though, bro. Like, like I said, if you just, you just have Pa, just have fucking Grandpa Jones there running away, just yeah. fucking hit him or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't give me this 11-year-old fucking Pocahontas-looking fucking Rambo fucking kid the fucking yeah. traveling to the woods with his dad shoddy. Like, what did he do? Like, yo, Pa, give me that gun. I'm going to go get him. And Pa yeah. was like, yeah, you go get him, boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I know it's a different time, but bullshit. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. It pissed me off. I was like, this is the only guy in this movie I actually like and give a shit about. He's the man. He survived all the bullshit. Yeah. And now you're going to kill him off with this fucking, this little 11-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what they did with fucking the main character, too. You get yeah, stabbed with like one that, second. That, on the that clock. was it. Like yeah, that's that that's wild. tragic, dude. Like, like right when he dies, it's like it's the eleventh hour. Like everybody yeah. stop fighting. Yeah, it's meant to be fucking depressing. And you know what's gonna happen when the, the German commanders like were fighting until the eleventh hour, like everybody get back out there. Yeah. Like you knew right when that was gonna happen, you're like yeah. Oh my god, like this kid's not gonna make it after this whole entire thing. And then the way that they do it is buzzer beater. Yeah. Like brutal. It's a disappointing ending for sure. But, but not, not in like, a, oh, wow, that intense. sucked ending. You know, just like, like you said, just like tragic yeah, ending. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the tr- fucking the war was tragic. Fucking like, what is it, like 20 fucking 9 million people or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the stat at the end too where they show how many like, fucking how many yards, yards the Western Front moved in that entire time frame. It was like just a matter of like yards that yeah. they moved up. is yeah. just wild. Yeah, I just finished it today. I remember it was like, it said 17 million or 19 million maybe died throughout the whole war and three million died just on that western front yeah no and they, and it was yeah a matter crazy. of like 200 yards yeah it's like an in direction yeah. amount of people wild yeah i mean like i said i'm i'm a like i'm a history buff so yeah that 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 gets a boost for me too but yeah, yeah. Was, i just like i said i didn't need to see like the character development so i think that's where we separate is that there was no character development. So I'm saying, no, I'm saying if that's the case, I think we should have cut a lot of this character development. One of my biggest complaints was how long this fucking movie was. So like I said, if we're not going to see some of these characters' deaths or how they their story even turns out, I don't think, like, dude, the first 50 minutes of this movie is just, like, these kids getting ready to get into the trenches. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, that's a long time, you know what I'm saying? So if we're not going to see some of these outcomes, it's like, why are we going to spend 50 minutes here when we can spend 30 minutes here? You know what I'm saying? Right. This movie was too long. That's one of my biggest complaints with it. So I'm like, if we're not going to see the outcome of these characters, then let's fucking cut some of this character development. We don't need it. It's just yeah, excess. Even the small amount that they had, yeah, just get rid of it. Yeah, dude, we don't need it. There was a lot. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot of bunk scenes. It was a lot of them fucking laughing together and fucking getting kumbaya. Like, let's go fight for the country, baby, the fatherland. Yeah. I think they were hoping we would take it as, like, all those other guys weren't, it wasn't to, like, support their individual stories, but it was all to make Paul's story more powerful, maybe. Yep. So, I don't know. Like, that's why they didn't. And, like, the fog of war kind of thing. I don't know. I, I'm making excuses for them, but. That's probably what they were thinking, at least. A lot of people like it, I'll tell you that. And even, like, uh, the other scenes, too, the, the, every time that he was doing the run across No Man's Land was awesome. Like, the way they, mm-hmm. they did that. I, I loved that. Mm-hmm. But then I felt like, they, you know, because he did it, like, three or four times. And I was like, all right, every time they did a good job of making it exhilarating. Even though you're yeah. going to assume that this guy is going to live. They did a good job with all the explosions and the guys popping off left and right to, you know, get your heart racing and stuff like that. But then I felt like once he got into the pits, while it did look realistic, which that I do give it, because all the fight scenes were like realistic, I felt like all of them were just like, I don't know if it was a budget thing, they all felt like a little small. Like once he got across no man's land and into the trenches, there'd be like three guys there. He'd shoot one guy, and then he'd make melee one to death, and then it'd be like a long fight with another guy. It was like, where, like, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, there's got to be more of them in these trenches. I'm sure more of your guys made it too. Like, I get it, maybe it's a budget thing, but like, it should have felt like, like laziness like more of a melee or something. kind of yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I think those trenches got a little compacted sometimes, I would have to imagine. Yeah. With bodies just kind of like yeah, fucking yeah. banging stacked into one up on top. Exactly. Like dead right. stacked up Especially on top. that front like. trench, like right where, yeah. Right where you cross no man's land and like get to that first trench, you'd think that would just be piled. Right. Yeah. I feel like they did a good job, like I said, with the effects wise of that run, that exhilarating run. I get it. Like, you know, the no man's, it's a, it's a suicide mission. You know what I mean? It's, you're a one in fucking one in a hundred all across the battlefield, basically, to get across this fucking, this just open. Just to move field. to the next trench. Yeah. With tanks. And then you got to fight through there. You know what I mean? Then you get to the trench. It's like, all right, now it's time to fight. And I just was like, all right, like, where are all the guys? But like I said, I felt like you just did the same thing. You're like, all right, bang. Reloading takes too long. Fucking the melee with the shovel was like awesome. But then I was just like, all right, one of the guys. And I was like, that's it. I was like, where's your? I don't know. I don't know. I had a lot of problems with the movie. Like I said, I felt like the battle scenes were a little underwhelming. Like underwhelming from like scale. Yes, yes, yes. Like it also it always looked awesome. All of the explosions, especially, were all awesome like that. Like I said, all the I mean, like I said, the charges, the the, the no man's land runs were always really good. Those were good. It was like right after that to me where it fell off. A like all the fight scenes were a little underwhelming. Yeah, there's a lot of good one on ones though. But, yeah, but yeah, but like you said, there wasn't a lot of like full on bigger scale. Stuff. Yeah, but like they they had a kill with like a shovel and like like I got drowned, like I got stabbed. Right. You know what part of the problem too? Shot in the head. Yeah. Blown up like whatever you got to do. Fucking missed. Like part of the problem with this whole thing for me too is kills. this motherfucker because last week he said the words "Saving Private Ryan" and my head was just like. <laughs> oh, that's on you. I never <laughs> compared it to Saving <laughs> Private Ryan. <laughs> no, you, I, no, which you, I get what you said. Which you said it was like, um, so the violence. Like, as gruesome. The violence. Like, all right, I get what you're saying. Because there are a lot of scenes that are like, like the, ga- um, like all the Germans who like took their masks off too early and shit. They got to yeah. like, that room. They're all. I was like, oh Jesus, yeah. that was intense. There was a few like very, very gritty, gruesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I get what he's saying, but I was just like, that wasn't Saving Private Ryan, motherfucker. Much more character development. Saber Piper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's what the difference, the difference was. I mean, and I mean, some of the most unbelievable battle sequences. I mean, that opening, the opening to Saber Piper, Ryan is the most yes. exhilarating battle yeah. sequence of like any movie like ever made. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said, a couple things were good about it. The effects looked good, filmed well. The kids did a good job. Like I, I thought, Paul was good. Yeah. I thought Cat was really good. Uh, Baron Zemo did a pretty good job. I liked his character. He was the only guy trying to. Maintain somewhat like enough is feeling. enough. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. So when I said that, that was when I said that the, that that was Baron Zemo to Steph. She was like, "What? No way!" She's like, "He's so cute." Like, what? That's him. I was like, pulled up the picture on my phone. I was like, "Come on, you just give the guy a mustache and glasses." Yeah. If there's ever if there's ever a German movie or a movie just shot in Germany, he's probably in it. <laughs> or like something that requires like actors to speak German, he's probably in it. Is that the guy from Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so I ended up coming away. I gave this movie shout out. Uh, shout out to Dufina. Favorite position, favorite number. I gave it a six point mm. nine. <laughs> shout out Sandy. Shout out Sandy's ass. Decent. I feel like that's still not that bad though from <laughs> an overall standpoint. I mean, that's a D plus yeah. for me. I, I, I I'm mean, confused by your scale too. Is it is it one to ten or is it A to F? Oh, my scale. Well, I mean, I, I always calibrate things over just because people look at things differently. I try to encompass it all, but my scale usually goes like on a on a Figure skating scale. You know what right. I mean? That's typically what I do. Right. But. Because, like, if you're just eliminating the zero to 60, like, like school does, then you're just, you're just limiting your scale, you know? Yeah. So, if you basically, if your movie has a beginning, middle, and an ending, and it's not, like, the worst piece of shit of all time, you're basically just going to get, like, a five from me. And it's like, all right, yeah, that was a movie that happened right. and it took place. Right. And, so, so, and something can still get a one, technically. Oh, yeah. There are plenty of things that I, I, I gave that I think we said, like, a fucking 4.4 or something. Yeah, like I think we, just, we gave Halloween 
not too long ago it was threes. like I said like four point yeah, four three years three, something like that. The Haunting of Molly Hartley is like a point oh five. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Thanks, Max. Okay. Murder on the Orient Express is like a two, maybe a two point one. Uh, there's, a, there's a few up there. Mother, Mother's like a fucking three, maybe a three point one. There are some real baddies. So you're on, you're on like the IMDb. I feel like just for your scale point, that movie's got to be. For that to be like a three or a two. Oh yeah, it's gotta be a real dumb. <laughs> like you just you just annihilated this movie for like half an hour. You're like, yeah, six point nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting fucking people are loving it, and it's just like I don't know. Well there made. were things that I liked about it. Like I said, there was a lot that was good about it, but just I had high expectations going in. People were talking so highly about it. Even you gave it a great praise last week. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, so, down, I'm sorry. No, 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 no it's not that. Teach their own. I need I seven point nine. That. I ain't saying that. I ain't blaming stuff for that. But. <laughs> I always appreciate recommendations, and I'm glad I watched it. You know what I mean? A lot of people have been checking it out. It's like you were mentioning earlier, as far as that Netflix top, you know, top scale. There, it's like one of the top ten movies for a while now. Yep. So I'm glad I checked it out. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't awful, but I lacked, lacked, yep. lacked, lacked. Actually, the movie uh, I mentioned it last week on the uh, on an episode. I couldn't think of the name of it, but I went and looked it up. I mentioned there's uh, the Orlando Bloom one there. It was more recently, like Desert Storm, where they they hide out in the valley. It's called The Outpost. That one was pretty good. Like, for instance, that one, give me that movie any day. But we kind of come up, you know, you say, like, that's still not that bad. But I was like, for instance, right away, I was like, you can't tell me that. Like, to me, Don't Worry Darling was a better movie than this. Like, that's why I had Don't Worry. I had Don't Worry Darling 7.4. I think that's the one that confused me. Oh, my God. Because you said it was bad, and then you, like, gave it a 7. I was fine up until that. On IMDb, a 7 is good. Don't Worry Darling came with, like, a 7.4. It's like a C minus. C, C minus. Right. C minus is bad. 7 on IMDb is really good. Uh, that's why. I, that's why oh, it's true. Good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like for this movie, the all's quiet. I'd I'd go like B to B plus, but on my like, IMDb scale, maybe it would be like six point nine. You know, like okay. I feel like yeah, I feel like those are similar. Right. Like a, a six point nine should be like a B B plus. I don't know. Yeah, but well, we'll we can define our scale one day, maybe. Yeah, like scale said, analysis. Yeah, <laughs> my, like I said, basically when I come out of the movie, I usually almost kind of start at five. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, so, like that's where like my starting point is, and I almost either deduct or incline, basically like from there. Yeah. So like, if there's more good than bad, then you know we teeter and you know start going towards the right direction. If there's a lot of bad, we teeter in the wrong direction. It's kind of just you know. Yeah, oh, that's fair. It had, like I said, it usually has to be pretty bad for me to really hate it. But there, are, like I said, there's always bad school. Like Jurassic fucking Jurassic World, that was a hard like four something. That was like four one. <laughs> that's that's generous. It was generous. Yeah, I think it was right around the same thing I gave in the Batman, like which was. You want to talk about long, man? Whoo, boy, oh boy, long, oh long. But uh, yeah, you know, six point nine. Well, I, I, I couldn't give it. A, I couldn't give it a C. I don't like to go straight. I don't like to go flat numbers either. I don't like to go seven. Nah, flat's lame. Yeah, I don't. I like, it was. And 7.1, 6.9 is a big gap there for me. So I went 6.9. Yeah, no rookie scores. Yeah, 6 point, Yeah, no rookie <laughs> scores. Yeah, there you go. What do you think, Mitz? <laughs> I'm going to keep my comments to myself. The oh. fact that you, lost, you lost me at Don't Worry, Darling. It was a better movie than that. Don't Worry, Darling was a better movie. Absolutely lost me. I, Don't I, Worry, I, like, Darling was a better movie. I, I kind of droned out listening to you after that for a little bit. Don't Worry, I'm, Darling I'm was back a better now. movie. I'm back now. I'm recentered. I'm focused. I'm ready to get to Andor. That, that just movie. that just wow that's that's something else i'm not saying that either was good that movie had the same ending as fucking 20 movies before it yeah but this movie had the same ending for the last like 100 years throughout history <laughs> because history you can't change it 
You can make a movie and change the ending if it's a fictional movie. If it's non-fiction like this, this is what it was. Tell it to Inglorious Bastards. Nick doesn't like sad movies. I love sad movies. Still letting play movies. Yes, I love that, sad that, movies. That one, you're right. I almost mentioned P.S. I love you on the Thanksgiving. Oh, I was like, you know, that's probably too God. sad for people. Just let it out, Nick. Just cry, man. I love okay. it. Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? You don't have to tell me, Luke. I'm always fucking crying. Dude. I need a fucking drink after that. <laughs> I'm just saying, pound for pound, for the movie as a whole, uh, better performances and Don't Worry, Darling. I was more interested. I was more invested. I wasn't, I don't know. Well, when I things don't go worry, good, they weren't cut away. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded like you really hated Don't Worry, Dolly. Me? No, yeah. I said Don't Worry, Darling was an average movie. It was movie. a movie. Yeah, it was an That's average movie. It was definitely a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect example. That would start at five. Some really good performances from Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde. That boosted up a few points. The movie looked really cool. That gives it a few points. Mm-hmm. You know I haven't I mean? seen it. So I, we I creep, you know, that's when you start creeping towards... Don't. Yeah. Don't. It's on HBO right If you now, haven't baby. seen it yet, don't worry, darling. You're not missing anything. Yeah. It's on HBO, baby. My girlfriend loves... Uh, what's his face? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry. Good looking guy. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I'm gonna see just how bad he was. I don't know. I didn't. I, I came away the first time and I was like, he wasn't was good, but he didn't like. Was I wasn't it? like, oh my god, this guy is. Yeah, I guess it was one of the an abomination. The least least concerns that I had after the movie. Yeah, that people were shitting on. I didn't like the like, ending. That's... I'm not gonna say anything. I, I didn't like the ending, <laughs> but I didn't like the death of like four characters in this movie. I also didn't like that the best scenes were cut away from. That's fair. Yeah. Valid. That's why we do these podcasts. Let's get to Andor. <laughs> I'm sure this will be much better. <laughs> I'm sure this will brighten everybody's spirits. Let's get to Andor. I'm going to start uh, by giving the microphone to my fellas here. What do you guys think about episode 11? What, what, are, we, what are our thoughts? Do we like the episode? Um, I did not. I think they should have done some things a little bit differently. And it ended up where, by the end of it, that the character that was centered around the whole show is now, now like his storyline is like borderline last for me. Oh, like okay. this this I is you. this is one that like other characters that I want to see their storylines wrap up. Like I I care way more about than where like Andor ends up next after the prison escape. Like yeah. Luthen's number one for me. This is one that like Luthen I thought blew away the episode, and now where he ends up is what I care about more than like where like where Andor ends up next. Yeah. I don't disagree. I think Luthen's character is very intriguing. One of the one of the few intriguing characters on the show. Yeah, I think that's one of the big problems with the show is I don't really care about anybody too yeah. much. And we'll we'll go into it the things that the things that bothered me. So I won't I won't give away too much yet. But I just think the way they did certain things in this episode I, I didn't like, and I think they if they would have changed it a little bit, I think it would have made it for a more entertaining episode. Fair, Luke. Thoughts? Episode eleven. Yeah, yeah. I think they dialed it back a little bit. Um, you know, I think it still fits in with the show, and I think it's gonna be promising. There saw awesome scenes, yep. um, but definitely slow too. Um, like you said, they kind of wrapped up Andor's whole storyline for the most part. We all kind of assume he's gonna be fine wherever the next place he ends up. He just went through the the prison. You know, it's not not really like a big mystery. We're just gonna see where it is, yeah, where he settles in next. But uh, it's kind of Luthen's story now, and he has he has some badass moments. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you guys that it was was a little bit turned down a notch from last, definitely from last episode. And you weren't and expecting it compared to the other things. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they wrapped up a huge storyline. Um, yeah, maybe they they messed up by not advancing Andor's as much in this episode. Yeah. They should have done both a little bit more. But and I think what they did with his storyline, that's the part that bothers me the most about the whole episode. Was oh, his yeah. storyline in this episode? 
Oh yeah, just like him getting caught again, or like no, just the the way that the the whole episode was centered around the way that they the way that they did it. I think yeah. if they would have done it a different way, I would have liked more. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. want to get into it, but until uh, yeah, like we start breaking it down, but yeah, 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 I, I, I think his storyline, like if they changed, they changed a big aspect of it. I think it at least would have been better than what they did. I didn't like how it ended up. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. First things first, this show should not be 12 episodes long. This show has been way too fucking long. I am so happy that it's ending next week. I can't even begin to describe it. This show has been going on for way too long. Basically, like three mini seasons, though. It's not. I'm cool with getting rapid fire. And there's still content. a lot of there's a lot of meat on the bone for the last episode. I don't as even, long as there's meat on the bone for the last episode. I'm, there is, but we've taken way too long to get there. We could have cut in like three episodes right out of this fucking show, basically. Yeah, you could have taken like ten minutes from a couple of episodes, squeezed it into other parts of other episodes, and you could have just straight up cut like three episodes of this entire series. It's been way too fucking long, and I like that they're very intricate with their storytelling details, but it's been too much. Even yeah. like what you were just kind of referencing with the Andor thing, it's like it's too yeah. much. Well, it's like, like it's like what I was saying. Like time out when people say that it's the best Star Wars thing that has come out. It's like, not. This is barely close, Star Wars, man. It's barely, dude. That's one of my biggest which, things, man. Which is what I, I actually. That's one of the things that I like about oh, it is that man. it's not very. It's not Star Wars, but I, I just think like, t- like time out when we're talking about things like that. Not to say they've come out with a lot of great shit with Star Wars recently, but to say forty years like this is the best thing that's come <laughs> out like. It's good scenes. Time out. So one of the things that's crazy to me scenes. is that Mandal like every I feel like every season now there's been a couple people that chirp online that like Mandalorian just has like a filler episode where they just go like on a random side mission that serves no purpose. This awesome, line. and it's always a good time. Yeah, like it's always just a fun ass episode. Yeah, it's like no one's saying that these episodes are just like filler. Episodes. Like there's like there's nothing that happened. There is no fun time. It's not like we're having a good time at least while we do it. It's just more boring slog. And like you just referenced. I was the first person that was saying I want Star Wars stuff that is outside of the Skywalker saga. Like, I'm sick of the Skywalkers. We've yeah. done it. Like, we've beaten it to hell. Like, all right, I'm good. Let's tell more stories. It's a huge galaxy. Mm. While I want new stories, that does not mean that I don't want Star Wars. Yeah. I still want Star Wars. And again, I'm going to say, right off the top, Jedi is the first thing that comes to mind. I get that. But it necessarily doesn't have to be Jedi. But whether it's bounty hunters, mm. just simple like droids. The show has a super lack of droids, which is yeah. droids, huge part of Star Wars. Yeah. No like beasties, you know what I'm saying? No yeah. big beasts. Mandalorians always throwing in these new things, sandworms, fucking whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. These huge things. There's nothing like Star Wars about the show. Yeah. Nothing even, about even it. They weren't like beasts in this one, but the creatures in this one sucked. Stunk. Yeah. Sucked. No, like, like, even, <laughs> no, like, all right, so, they're, um, they're cool, I guess, but. Couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying, too. Yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. when I put uh, subtitles on, I was Onesies, like, twosies. still don't know what the fuck this guy is saying. <laughs> I'm the groundsies. Um, I saw somebody else say it online, but as soon as I read it, it instantly, I was like, that's such a good call. Like, Cassie just went to that prison, right? Whatever it was, Nakia 5 there. And he was in there with all these people. There was it was just all humans. Yeah, there wasn't a single alien race species guy yeah, anywhere in that entire yeah. room. Right, it's like there's nothing fucking Star Warsy about the show. Right, and at first, I remember when we go back to our first recap from episodes one through three. At the time, I totally agreed. You, you said like this is like um like a spy thriller with Star Wars. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Now to me, this feels like a fucking political drama that takes place in space. I was like, there's yeah. like, uh, there's no, I, mean, I just lack any emotion when I'm watching the show, dude. I don't feel anything when I, I'm not, I'm not even trying to be an asshole. I'm dead serious. I don't laugh. I don't get nervous. I don't get excited. I don't get scared. I don't fucking. It just ends and you're like, 
All right. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, go get, I'm, I'm gonna go get up and smoke a butt now, or like do something else. It's like, like yes, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Said every single episode that it ends, I'm just like, everyone, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's not like I've said it a thousand times. It's a well-made show. Like it looks really good. You can tell that shooting it on scene has been way better than say like Obi Wan or Boba Fett. A lot of good acting performances. There's a lot that's good with the show. The sound is awesome. Like every time there's a fucking tie fighter or something that like. Fucking yeah, surrounds out of my house. It for sure. like, you know, the speakers are shaking. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, tie fight. It sounds awesome. I'm like, <laughs> like, right. look outside. Yeah, for real. But I'm just like, there's like, there's no fucking pop. There's no explosion. There's no fireworks. Like, even the Aldani heist was the closest thing to it, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, it was good, but it wasn't like great. I wasn't like, oh my god, fucking the Aldani heist is fucking amazing. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, man. This show just leaves a lot on the table for me. And the way that people are acting about it, it's just like, I. I I feel like people are just almost forgetting that fucking Mandalorian is a thing that's coming back in a couple months. It's just like, dude, the savior's coming, dude. This you know is what's funny way. is that they're probably going to forget about Andor once Mandalorian Good. comes out. <laughs> I hope yeah. they do. That's nothing against, like, I don't know, nothing against Andor. I think, Luke, you and I both yeah, I like it. praise it a little bit more. Yeah, I like it. I got one more thing, actually, before we dive into the episode that I was bothered. While I like her character, because I think she's a good character, I think Deidre's a good character. At the same time, the fact that she is, like, the main villain for this show irks me. See, I like it. I, it, irk, it irks me. Like I said, I don't mind that if she was like the second in command, which I know that that's like her role is the second in yeah. command, but she very much the way that the show is filmed, yeah. it makes it feel like she's the main bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So if she was like taking, like for instance, even like, um, and again, Mandalorian, you got the chicken man there from Breaking Bad. He's not a Sith, but he's got this cool black alpha. He's got the dark saber. Like mm. he's intimidating. And he's like, all right, cool. Like that's just a presence. Right. This girl, man, she's just a hot ass. Like, that's all she is. If she had been born on Earth instead of whatever planet she was, she'd be a fucking bank teller worried about fucking bank loans and shit like that. She'd be giving her employees hell. No matter what, she's just going to be a hot ass. She says positional power. Yeah, exactly. Not like any. Yeah. I think she's kind of playing it the same way that that Luthen is playing his side, where, like, they're, like, right now at least, it's not, not like necessarily a stalemate, but I feel like both her side and Luthen's side, like, nobody wants to make any like rash decisions mm. you know what i mean like yeah, no, quick definitely. impulse decisions that are gonna fuck everything up definitely and like you see it on both sides actually deidre and luthan in this episode but chess match yeah i just feel like maybe that's what it, maybe that's what the problem is is that there's a lot of like you said just chess and pawns being moved around right now and not a whole lot of not a whole lot of action yep you mentioned it in text earlier today mon moth has got a bunch of screen time and every single oh scene, all so, she i'm is tired of that story yeah. i'm tired of that story <laughs> all we talked about every single scene that she is in it's all we've it's all she talks about line. nothing else yeah. <laughs> nothing else nothing i else. can't move any money we know it's like, yeah you know it's been this way for eight episodes yeah. now like we know we get it can we f- either figure out a solution or can it finally be a problem right can the empire finally come a knocking yeah Oh man, I, I'm just I'm like I said, I'm excited for this show to be getting wrapped up because I am, I'm just I'm, I've had enough. I have I've had enough. <laughs> I have had enough. I'm just like okay, like Romas. <laughs> yeah, I need K2 in this show bad. Like I said, even Droid. There's no Star Warsy vibes, man. There's you got some nothing. B2. You got some B2 in this. Finally, one? and he was just sad, which made me sad. <laughs> Well, like you like sad. B2. You like sad. I don't like to see B two sad. I'm sad. <laughs> I like to see. B2 You're supposed to cheer me up. Exactly. This guy wants to see Jar Jar Binks running around the field with the fucking Gungan shield. And I everything. love Jar Jar Binks. Yay! He's like your friend. Yeah. I'm still hoping for the fucking the Darth uh, the the Darth Jar Jar storyline <laughs> to come to fruition at some point. Oh shit! What's that one? 
Oh, they even mentioned that was like, that one of those rumors, but yeah, he's a like, Sith Lord. Disney's Same guy? been kicking it around. Jaja Banks, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a Sith Lord. He was supposed to be Count Dooku's character before Count Dooku was like Count Dooku, basically. And they say a lot of things that he does that have show that he has like you know like uh, force powers and things like that. What? It's it's very, actually very convincing. Yeah, it's awesome. Wow. It's one of those like Reddit things. God like bless clum- Reddit. The clumsiest fucker ever. Like he fucks up all kinds of stuff. Right, but it's yeah. like they show like it like who would be this clumsy exactly. to be doing this stuff, oh, or is it just oh I'm clumsy like yeah. being a character? <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, exactly. I'm just I'm just John John, wow. just like doing my thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, I'm there's more to it. Sith the whole time. It's fucking great. It's wow, absolutely awesome. And the fucking some of the writers at Disney have said that that was like deep undercover. There was more like there was. Like, that was basically, like, on a whiteboard at one point, virtually. Like, it was an idea that they, like, kicked around and shit like that. I was like, let's do it. Let's get a side story going on. Dark job, yeah. baby. Yeah, be oddly, sick. oddly useless and very helpful at the same time. It'd be awesome. I love, I, yeah, I don't know. I just it's all suspicious now that you say it. Even fucking most Star Wars shit makes you laugh here and there. It's not like a, a comedy, obviously. But, you know, they throw in some, you know, punchline kind of thing. Yeah. Like, this show doesn't even do that. I don't think it's mm. meant to be that. I know it's not, but it's like, give me something to do. <laughs> I'm fucking just sitting here watching this. Man. I get <laughs> it. I get it. Hey, what about the spaceships? <laughs> I get spaceships it. Cool. What about the spaceships? They're cool. We, we used some spaceships. We used some Star Wars ammo this time, right? Yeah. The spaceship scene, the spaceship scene in this funny? episode was awesome. You know what's funny, too, is one of the things that Seth already said he doesn't like was the aliens in this. I was like, finally, some aliens. All right, these guys are goofy. I get it. I like them. They got their ship. Their shitty little ships. Some, like, plot holes Let's fly out of here. Let's get into the episode. We'll be able to break it. Yeah, down. let's dive into it. Daughters of Phoenix, episode 11. We open up. We see Cassie and uh, Melshi. They're scaling this fucking mountain. And they're getting right towards the top. And it looks like they've been chilling here for a minute. Because fucking Melshi's arms are like shaking and shit like that. It turns out they're basically waiting for the Empire to take off. That is ruthless climbing up the side of that mountain with no, no fucking shoes. Yeah. And then think about, <laughs> dude, so like what you just said, that's a, a terrifying thought, right? And then you get to the, the, you finally get to the top. And you feel all of this like, oh, finally we made it. It's like, oh my God, we have to just dangle here now until the Empire decides to leave because obviously we're not going to climb all the way back down. Yeah. It's like, all right, just like find a position that's somewhat yeah. comfortable. Take a fucking like, challenge and survival. Tell me they're leaving, please. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, but, yeah. we, you know, we see the Empire actually fly off. We kind of get what I said, a TIE fighter flying off. We get that, you know, like that. The sound effects in the show are awesome. Like I said, every time the ships are flying around, it sounds dope. Very, very true, very true. But right yeah. away, like you said... Yeah, a little cheesy. Like, like, yeah. Why, why wouldn't you just shift a little bit to get some some footholds to go with your handholds? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. just well, make it five times better. But they're just, they're just hanging by a thread. Yeah, he was he was struggling. You could tell. Ando seemed pretty calm. He probably did what you just said. He seemed yeah. like he was pretty cool and collected. Yeah, they did. Um, they did have one other little like theme callback thing where he, I don't know if he said it, but I think he said like you know what you have to do or something like that. Where they're climbing again. Climb is what, yeah, they, what right. uh, nice. Nemec yelled at him to yeah. uh, do with, and when he's flying the spaceship out of Aldani, and that's what K2's final words are going to be in Rogue yeah. One. And they're climbing the, the climbing the prison. You yep. figure too. Yep. You know, climbing the yep. stairs. Go to the top. Yep. yep. Exactly. Nice. Um, so a little, little uh, you know, movie storytelling uh, tidbit there, but. That's good I, stuff. I like that. I like that. There you go. You gotta just look for that stuff, Nick. Oh uh, yeah, it's something. It's a little cheesy yeah, still. Yeah. They're they're just kind of forcing the, the climb a little bit, but like I said, K two we'll cannot get into this show fast enough, man. Yeah, he's looking for like fucking BB eight oh, yeah. in the corner or something. Yeah. <gasps> 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 I'm waiting for something. Yay! <laughs> we go to uh, we go to Phoenix and we do a, an interesting little scene here. We're like at Marvis' house, but it's kind of dark at first. You just kind of hear some women's voices, and we kind of learn that Marvis passed away. 
And they're talking about some particular writer that they mentioned. They say, leave it for Cassian, whatever that's supposed to mean. And they're assuming that Cassian's going to be coming back, though. Um, which, you know, we see B2. He's he's awfully just devastated. He's emo. Yeah, he's, he is emo. <laughs> right. B2 is emo right now. He's emo. Andor's <laughs> left. Mob is dead he's now. got the hair over the eye. Yeah. <laughs> He freaking broke me down, fucking that construction working friend there. He was like, you know, I can clear the room out for you if you want to pay your last respects. And he's just like, I don't want to be alone. I was just like, oh, no. I want Marva. Yeah, I want Marva. Yeah, he did the thing again. Marva. I was like, oh, no, no, I'll be too. Don't do that to me, man. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what is it? Poor little guy. Yeah, for real. Big time. Big time poor little guy vibes. And then, he, again, too, he doubles down. He, he wants to go with the construction worker friend. He's like, I don't want to be alone. Like, I want to come with you so that I can come. And the construction worker guy just kind of, like, blows him off. He's like, nah, the, the daughters of Phoenix need your help here organizing things. There's a lot for you to do. Yeah, there's a very important mission for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fucking yeah, treat him like, like a, a child. Yeah, like a baby. It's fucked up. <laughs> but now I feel bad. So, I mean, Cassian's got to come rescue this guy. So, did you... What do you guys mention, like, him putting D2 into K2, basically? Like, his he fucking... Does, he does Luke, right? I don't know. I think that was you. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys mention? Because I know it wasn't me, but I'll, if I, I did, it was just a random throwout. It's not a not a full theory. I, I, I was like reprogram. I'll take credit, but uh, like yeah, you never know. Yeah, uh, is that a thing? Have they done that? I mean, the, the, like, is it just like K2 a consciousness a... chip kind of thing that they can put in a different? That's program? what I'm thinking. I would imagine. Droid seemed pretty fucking evil the last time we saw him, which was just kind of like, yeah, yeah like microchips. Some re- rewiring, yeah, right, kind of thing. Just gets his. Post pubescent voice and uh, turns into K two. That'd be so funny if yeah. he just came out of it. He's like, I don't have a stutter. He's <laughs> <laughs> just not saying all the names you can ever say. He's like, Bix, Marva. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> uh, before we leave Phoenix, though, as we kind of leave this scene, B two is going to be hanging out with these daughters of Phoenix while this construction worker guy goes and does whatever he's going to go do. We see that uh, Cinta. And this Imperial officer are still both, uh, you know, casing the joint. They're still staking out right across the way, just keeping tabs on what's going on. But now with Marvin's passing, they got to be kind of like, all right, something what's might finally happen now. Yeah. You know, Cassie might be coming back. Do we pounce to attack closer. now? Do we wait? Yeah. Uh, we see Cassian and Melshi. They finally reach this, you know, mountaintop. They're kind of exploring their new terrain. They come across these two aliens, which is kind of something I mentioned earlier. Don't really have any aliens so far on this show. We come across these two guys. Looks like they're fishing. They got this very just shitty old beater of a ship. Looks like a fucking old rundown car, but yeah. the ship version. And Cassian's like, I don't know if I can fly this thing. This thing looks like fucking hell <laughs> old. garbage. Melshi, though, fucking this motherfucker, dude, just like doesn't even just like goes in a full out sprint like this is it. I know it. I can feel it. <laughs> I thought this was so dumb. Cassian was just like, oh, I got no other choice but to follow this guy. And then yeah, right. I fucking, what I liked, though, is that the fishermen, these two alien guys, they're just like fat fucking alien looking fishermen. They're just not even, dude, they're just minding their own business. They're just like not even worried about these two guys sprinting yeah. off. They just like tap a button, spider webs shoot out, and they fucking trap them both. Yeah. It, it was just how, the, like, the next scene is, like, how they get out of it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was kind of, I just, I just thought of, it was, I thought it was very dumb. Yeah. Right away, though, I was kind of, I thought it was kind of dumb. I was just like, we're not being captured again, are we? Like, we've been captured 15 times. Right. Like, but really the whole thing is, people. like, they realize that they're, they don't mean them any harm. Like, what do you mean you don't, they don't mean you any harm? They just, like, Usain bolted it over to your ship. They're about to hijack your ship. Yeah. What do you mean they weren't going to mean you any harm? They like, seem like they, simpleton aliens. They seem like it. Like, they seem like they were going to cause you some fucking harm. What do you mean? They're just like, oh, yeah, you're all set. 
Very sympathetic race, whatever they are. Yeah, they were. Uh, they cracked me up a little they, bit. They, they did seem to hate the Empire, right? They, oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. They like, oh, them for, always the Empire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they blame them for poisoning the, the water. The water, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The whole water supply. So, yeah, they're just like, you guys need to ride to Miami? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pack your bags. We're going to Miami, baby. Uh, Miamos yeah. or whatever. Miamos or, yeah. Yeah, 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 Niam- yep. uh, Niamos or whatever now. Uh, but yeah, they're captured for right now again in another trap. Spiderweb looking. The, the it's like trap s- that they get is very gunky. Seaweed? Not mess. seaweed looking, yeah. but like, yeah. Reminded me of like fucking Peter Pocket Spiderwebs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that fucking sling him up venom. Then when he ties him to a building or something like that kind of a thing, waiting for the police to come get him. Yeah. It was real gross looking. Yeah, it was. But I just thought it was funny how they weren't even like these these two idiots. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You fools. <laughs> and we had to call them simpletons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are they like the hillbillies of Star Wars? Yeah. That's good. Actually, I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. That's basically what they were to me. Yeah. Look, like at this. Look at that car. Yeah, for real. They even like mentioned at one point, uh, actually, that's not later on, but they're like, the bounty's for dead or alive. <laughs> well, shit. What in tarnation? Um, but we leave them, like I said, that they're captured for right now. We go to Deidre, and she's, uh, she's going to start giving out some orders. She's going to basically get told that Mav has passed away and because she's lived on Fenix for so long she's like a very uh, renowned citizen basically so she's gonna get a big funeral service big it's gonna be a big ordeal and they're custom too yeah customs yep yep the Fenix people want to shut down like a whole street they said they've been putting in all these requests and shit like mm. that and to this point the Empire has been shutting them down obviously but DJ's like nah Fuck that. Give them the request because we want this funeral to happen keep the numbers limited don't let like too many people in but we let all the fucking all the fish into the tank, basically, and then we can kind yeah, of track. Yeah, if you get them all in one, yeah, one hot spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can watch them, keep tabs on the whole thing. I'm sure there's gonna be some questionable suspects when we get Andor, yeah. we get Luthen, whoever the fuck. But again, Deidre fucking thinking two steps ahead. Yeah, and again, still not making the the impulse decision. She doesn't want to piss them off, but I feel like you know she doesn't want to jump the gun if something were to happen at the at this funeral. You know what I mean, like. She's still playing the long game, and she just wants people to, like we said, like be in a hot spot. And if it draws in some names, then maybe they can get some more information then. But I don't think her plan was to like just light them up at the funeral. Oh, yeah, no, you no, know no, what no. I mean? Like, they she just intel. wanted to see, like, yeah, yeah, like throw a little lure out there and see if she, like, if she can get any any big fish that can come to the funeral. Definitely. To be honest, though, kind of what I was saying earlier, if she wants to be a big bad for the season, if she lured them all in and just murder them, that might make me convince myself, all right, you know what? Now you got my attention, Deidre. Or say, like, fuck their funeral. Like, bury them. Bury her, like, in the sand. That yeah. one the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Bring the Tatooine and bury her in the sand. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, she's still I mean, still playing the long game. She's been pretty hardcore so far, though, right? She has. She was, she was pretty freaking ruthless to Bix, like. That's true. Well, that's some strict, uh, strict torture right there. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if she takes any action here. Like if she's, yeah, how ruthless she is. How far she willing to go? How pissed is she? Yeah. Maybe maybe she'll have an interaction with the um, the undercover guy who's hiding in the ISB. Yep. 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 Well. Yep. That, that's definitely gonna lead to something there. I have to imagine that. We're doing a lot to keep this guy in, intact in his position. Yeah. You find out more later on too. For sure. The steps that we're taking. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned a second ago too, we find out about the uh, the interesting little Phoenix custom that they have there, where you basically they take your your remains and they turn you virtually into a, a stone brick yeah. to then be used in one of the city's walls, so that yeah. you kind of always always serve the city in death. I thought that was 
interesting. I'm not necessarily sure that's what I would want my remains to be done with, but I thought it was yeah. kind of cool in a way. Even like DJ's reaction too, like she was just kind of like, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, all right, if that's what you do, right. just so be it. A little strange. It's kind of like, uh, you know, getting planting a, a tree seed or whatever along with your body kind of thing. Like, yeah. like Native Americans becoming one with the, the earth, becoming one with the city. Yeah, I like the idea of like you know serving, like you said, serving is serving the city kind of in death and kind of thing. I, I get that you, you're real, a real, you know, proud of your homeland kind of thing. Yeah, she definitely was. You know, yeah, that's why she didn't leave. Didn't want to leave. It's true. It's a good point. She still just came there as a like refuge, though, right? Like she wasn't. I don't know she didn't isn't from there, right? I have like no she, idea. Yeah, you know, they don't really tell us. But yeah, we still don't know what's going on with his sister or. Yep. Any of those um, Canary people like. And that hasn't come up again since early. It's true. Early Literally episodes. how the show started, this whole entire show started because he was looking for his sister. That's what started this whole thing. Yeah, we'll haven't, see. I yeah. haven't thought about yeah. those flashbacks. Perfect example of how useless some shit is in this show. And I'm saying we can cut time out and cut yeah. episodes. What the fuck with the point of those flashbacks? They must be They must be getting to it this time, right? They must Get to win! Yeah. Now, one episode. I mean, they're they're oh, proof they're going to do the Game of Thrones thing. They're proof like, for season two. So now they're going to say... Previously on Andrew, yeah, right. remember way back 18 yeah. episodes ago in season <laughs> one when these characters were in the show? Well, guess what? Yeah. You'll definitely see it on... That's exactly what they'll do. They'll definitely show it on a flashback. Oh, my God. And Still you'll once again day. once again be like, oh, that's right. I totally... I honestly forgot about it until you just said it. Yeah. yeah. That's where Marva <laughs> came from. Right? Yeah. Good yeah. point. I did, too. That cut, uh, Instantly, though, I think of the fucking... The, uh, the Benjamin Stock return. It's like, fucking, we just ruined this guy's return if you just watched it previously on Game of Thrones. It's like, no one's seen Benjen in four seasons. Yeah. And all of a sudden, just like, previously, Benjen was on, you know what I mean? It's like season two, and all of a sudden, he comes back as a white walker fucking flying through the night. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, or some stupid thing about Arya being good with a dagger or something. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool call. Oh, yeah. she's going to use it now. Thanks. Yeah. Got it. No Got shit. It. Way to just ruin your fucking episode. Yeah. Um, but again, Deidre, like we said, playing you know, playing chess, one step ahead as always. I like her character. I just don't love her as the main big bad. That's my thing. She's good be character. Yeah, more bad. Yeah, all that. That's true. Either bring in a bigger bad, like we mentioned. You know, introduce even the emperor for a fucking minute or two. Just you know what I mean? Like, hey, Deidre, well, I, I think you're doing I think real you might. fucking good. Fucker. I think you're gonna get there's something. I I didn't read any spoilers about next episode, but there's something that I'll mention at the end that they're talking about for next episode that I feel like if they're going to do it, it's got to be something like that. But right. I'll, uh, I'll put a little hang tag on that until later. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we go back to Andor and we see that the aliens, they're all giddy. They, they're giddy as hell. They caught themselves a nice little prize. They're like, we got some runners here. We can sell these for $1,000 a head. Like I mentioned earlier, they're like dead or alive. You know what I mean? And then Andor's like, yo, we're not fucking Empire guys that ran away. We're prisoners that ran away from the Empire. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, well, fucking the Empire sucks. Kind of like what you mentioned. They poisoned their, the entire planet's water supply. So they're pretty pissed off about that. And kind of as soon as they hear that they're on the run from the Empire, they're like, all right. Like, we're in. <laughs> like, yeah, they let them right out of the fucking net real quick. Where are you guys headed? You got to get yeah, off just, planet, obviously. I just thought it was just like, I don't know, like lazy is the word to say it, but I just thought it was kind of just stupid. Yeah. To be honest. Like, what do you mean they're not... They talk themselves into letting them go, and then yeah. it's like, oh, we want to go. Yeah, right. Oh, they're no enemies of us. Like, yeah. you just saw them sprinting toward... They were about to hijack your ship if you didn't have that net to catch them. Yeah, but they didn't so know... So, what do you mean they, they weren't going to cause you any harm? 
So just go down there and explain to them what's going on. But what if they were Hey, this is our story. Then there's two of them. There's two of them. You just broke out of this empire prison. I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> Grab the fucking fishing spear or whatever it is they're using and fucking take both of them out and get the ship and get out of here. Now next these, defending these two it. guys? What's going on here? Now next defending it? I'm defending the aliens just because I need something that's related to Star Wars. I'm like, I, the only thing that's Star Wars is that we're in space. It's like the setting, the stars. Like, all right, I'm cool. like, fuck these aliens. Give me the, yeah, at least it's something, man. I need something. Like, I'm watching Star Wars. Like I said, I'm all for new stories. Like, I had in mind maybe we'd, like, you know, cast Ian from Shameless to do his character from the video game. That's awesome. Yeah, I love or that. Or we fucking take the Jedi yeah, from Rebels. Cast this. Yeah. Get, he's going to droid. He's a Jedi. He's on the run from the Empire. Yeah. That'd be cool. Has nothing to that. do with the Skywalkers. The kid from Rebels there, I've never seen Rebels, but I know that he's a Jedi basically on the run hiding out with this little crew battalion. Let's give him a show. That's different. <laughs> or let's do what Mandalorian did. Let's go fucking follow... You know what? Let's go follow a badass bounty hunter. Not like that man that was not badass, but like a bad guy bounty hunter. We're yeah. doing Rogue One. It's a little dark and grittier. Let's go follow like a bad guy in his heyday. Young Boba thing. Fett kind of thing. Or yeah. Young, young Jingo Fett. I forget which one. Some yeah. fucking just straight up G who's like, yeah. on, you know, just going out and like hunting all these fucking dudes or something like that. Sorry about the timeline. We get like a teenage Boba Fett too. Some shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to, like I said, make a new character if you want. I don't care. Some fucking new gangster ass up and coming bounty hunter. You know what I mean? During the heart of the empire is fucking traveling around. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that'd be cool. I'd get into that. What was the one for the law? Like the Grand Inquisitor? Grand Inquisitors. There's tons of things that we can do. I'm just saying, get away from the Skywalkers, but I still want to watch Star Wars stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, the pre-Mandalorian stuff is cool, too. Um, I didn't really watch that animated show, but it was... uh, Perfect? No, which one was it? Uh, Oh, they're talking about like Mandor, like the Mandor Wars and shit like that, where they fought for Mandor. No, it's the uh, Bad Batch. Bad oh, yeah, 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 Bad Batch. Yeah, I think they, they get some of those characters in, in Bad Batch. They're like the pre Oh, so yeah. Um, was it Capitran? Alcatran? Capitran? Oh, fuck. She was in Catan, Capitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't her name. I don't know either. She's fucking a badass, though. She's one of those other three Mandalorians that comes up. Yeah, the cows are three of them. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. And she is actually the same character that's in the Mandalorian, too. Yeah, right, 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 right. So I think they need to keep spinning off them. That's a cool group. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's do some of that stuff. Yeah. New stories, but let's, you know, we're still in I think this is still a, I think this is still a hit. This is still a win, honestly, to me. I know you're, you're hating Def- on Definitely. This is. episode's a reasonable one to hate on, which I, I feel you. It's, it's not even this episode. It's, it's, a, whole it's a low. Yeah. That, it's just overall, it's, overall, it's a slow. massive hit. Yeah. I know it is. People love it. To me, I'm saying, like, to oh, me, it's you? a massive yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. People, <laughs> people your people. I'm just so bored. I'm so, so bored. Um, but like I said, you're getting you know, old. You're getting old. You don't like you don't like Star Wars anymore. I, I get your power's a weak old man. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there, but at least like there was that. You know, I, like, at least a couple times in like the last two episodes of Boba Fett, Mandalorian season two point. Yeah, they had to bring in Daddy because the episode the show was fucking sucking so bad. <laughs> but you know what? Those episodes got a reaction, way more of a reaction out of me than anything that's happened through eleven episodes of this show. <laughs> They're like, oh, the, this show sucks. Let's call in, yeah. call in the big have you guns. Seen the, have you seen? You said you didn't see Boba Fett, did you? I didn't watch Boba Fett. Oh, you're gonna watch the last two episodes. The last two episodes like Boba Fett. It's Mandalorian two point five. <laughs> okay, that's what I've heard. It's literally just Mandalorian. Yeah, I love Mando. I've watched yeah, front to back twice, Mando. Picks up right where it left off in fucking season two. Still better than Obi-Wan. Yeah, it's better, but like, 
know. At least Obi Wan, I fucking laughed at how bad it was. It gave me something. I felt something. Obi-Wan. This show I don't feel nothing. I'm dead inside when I watch it. Yeah. You think Obi Wan just... was like a five to you? Like I think that was decent. Obi Wan was just there was like, some yeah, shitty stuff, like, uh, but like, uh, I think it was good. Six one. I just think you're drifting away from the the main. It's like I said at the beginning, you're drifting away from the whole thing of you just gotta treat this as a spy thriller that's happens to be Star Wars. I think you're drifting back to wanting more Star Wars, and you're just not gonna get that with this show. I want to feel just not. like at least I'm in. Like I said, give me some aliens. Give me yeah. more. The, the prison was B2 weird. Emo is like an awesome part of the show, but he's no. The that, only that is a good alien. call on the prison. You could you definitely could have thrown in some different species. Some species in the prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make it feel like we're in Star Wars. Kind of right. what I'm saying that's all. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Even if it was just like security, like there was a different race that was better for security. Or True. Something. It's weird yeah. that it would just something. all be humans. Yeah. Are humans less like, like thumbs are a special thing for humans compared <laughs> like, to like aliens too? Like, watch out for these guys. Or they machines or like elite machinists. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be like the only good explanation, but I doubt that's it. Or even say like, uh, like we didn't really love what Cassian did this episode, but say if maybe when Cassian and Mel, uh, Melshi are running now, they're out, they're out on the run, they, they're running through this new terrain, they come across like some fucking kind of beastie to fight yeah. real quick you know what i'm saying yeah. give us a little action sequence where the two of them have to fight off some little beast yeah. that they don't know about on this new planet kind of a thing that's an easy one yeah you know what I'm they, saying? they totally should on that yeah something like that kind of you know what i mean don't think you're gonna get that but i know but what the <laughs> fuck man it's not in the budge <sighs> all right as we leave they give him a ride but i thought it was pretty funny that we saw that the ship was a beater it was really a beater yeah the, the way it starts is hilarious like, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's shaking too yeah. fucking like a car that hasn't been started in fucking four months <laughs> grandma's old buick yeah um we go to luthan's shop even though luthan's not going to be there his assistant's there she's working on something who shows up with vel vel's looking for luthan wants to know where he's at and the assistant's like yo you should not be here. You are like breaking all of our rebel rules right now. You're like breaking character. Like you should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Vel's like, it's an emergency. It can't wait till tomorrow kind of a thing. And then she relays the message basically that Marva's died and that there's a good chance that Cassie is probably going to show up for the funeral. And it ties into the same, the same kind of setting as everything in this, in his shop where they're like, they're still walking around like acting as if they're shopping. Mm, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like they, yeah. they, like they don't change character for one second in that shop. Yep. They're still kind of walking around like, as if they're looking for something to buy. Yeah, even at the beginning when Vel first walks in, she says, my cousin comes and shops here a yeah. lot. And they're like, oh, are you looking for something Looking for something new? for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something for her. Yeah. And and when Vel was like talking in the wrong direction or something too, she was like talking towards the, the glass. Yep. She's like, you're breaking all the rules right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I think that's this also confirms that this is the same girl that was um, that was at that original meeting with Vel too, right? The, the thing we were talking about last week. You think so? Confirms that the assistant is, is yeah. That, I still know that, that girl. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I'll take your word. I mean, it seemed like a continuation of that conversation. And yeah, I don't think this is the first time that they've talked. And this was definitely yeah. the. Um, this one was a little hostile. I'll say yeah. that. Well, the first one was too. That, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like that they kind of had a little little pissing contest, though. You know. Yeah. I, was like, I just did Aldari. What have you fucking done lately? She just had yeah. one. She had one line. I don't know if you if you wrote it down. Um, I think Fel says something like, you know. Yeah, like what have you given? And yeah. She's like, what like sacrifice, right? She's yeah. like, I have it all. Like I have forever, or something yeah. like that. I, I should have wrote yeah, it yeah. down, but yeah, it was it was her version of the Luthan speech. From exactly, last week, yeah, same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good way to actually. It's a good way to describe. I wish it. I remembered what it was too. It was it was, it was an cool. awesome line. Yeah, I like I have always was like you have now. I have always or something. Yeah, like that. no, no, that's what it was. What have you done lately? 
Like there's right. no there's no lately. There's right. always. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. There's no lately for me. Like, right. There's always. There's always. And it's because of idiots like you that have to clean up after. Yeah. And like yeah. It was it was pretty cool. It was her Luthan moment. But uh yeah. I, I think it, and I think it also was definitely the same girl. I think it's the same thing. Gotta be. At this point. Yeah, and she looks like Leia. I do think that could be true. I mean, I guess I, I hadn't really just, I hadn't thought about it again. I know you mentioned it last week, but I didn't even think about it when I was watching it this week. But yeah, it definitely could be. I like her character, though. I like that she's so defensive for Luthen, man. She's really, she's. She will not she's be cracking. She will not be cracking anytime soon. No. She's a rider, man. She, yeah. like, really has his best interest. Like, Except. She's, oh, I guess not. Never mind. I was going to say that she was kind of betraying Luthen in that original scene we saw because she said to to kill Cassian and that we can't have Luthen running around in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that's what Luthen, that's what wants, Luthen to. wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Actually, we're going to see that big time from Luthen himself this episode. Right. Because that's, he, he's, after we get something else done, that's where it goes after. So they, uh, but that was a good little scene. We go back to Fenix and we kind of see that the, the center there and the Imperial God, they're still eagerly awaiting outside, kind of just waiting for Cassian to show up. You know what I mean? The construction worker, he he finally returns from wherever the hell he went off to. B2's happy, which makes me happy. Yep. He's all excited. Like, yeah. I'm so happy you're back. You know what I mean? Come and, on, get out there, big. Like, we got to get outside or something. Like, come on, big dog. I, <laughs> get, he looks like Jimmy Fallon in Fever Pitch. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> come on, we open these blinds. Like, yeah, we got to get you out. Come on, let's go. Shower, take a shower or something. Let's go. Yeah, come yeah. on. Fucking the Collier Scrimpsy songs playing. Yeah, I am the Red Sox. <laughs> I am the Red Sox. Now we know. Hey, come on, let's go. But I thought it was fun. I love to see this because the construction worker is like, all right, B, like you got to come home with me, which made me happy. I'm like, all right, cool. B2 is not going to be alone. And then he goes, no, I can't leave. I'm charging. And the guy goes, you've been there all day long. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't want to leave. Like, how about you stay here? And the guy's like, all right, fine. One night. And as soon as he says one night, B2 just off. comes flying right <laughs> off the charge. He's just like, all right, cool. Let's, let's hang out now. You know what I mean? What do you want to do? I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, there we go. That's the kind of shit I like to see. I like to see B2 happy, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I, that was that was one of the scenes that I actually really enjoyed. We go to a character that Luke mentioned a few minutes ago that we haven't seen in a little bit. We see Bix. She is still being held prisoner, and she looks like shit. She looks sickly even. She looks pale. She looks beaten up. Yeah, this torture is annihilating her. Yeah. She looks like she hasn't like, eaten. She looks malnourished. Yeah. Everything about her. She looks like shit. Uh, and she's being brought in for more questioning. She was like in her little prison cell. She's being brought in for more questioning. And they basically just show like this like random fat dude. I don't think it's anybody that we know of from previously in the show or other parts of the show. I think he's one that I've heard the name before. I think he ties into, I don't know if it's the Clone Wars or another like Star Wars piece, but he does t- like he does tie this like Star Wars people would know that they've heard that name before. All right, that's what Krieger. I was, that was a reference that I missed. If it was yeah, somebody. yep. Good call. Right I don't there. know what it was. I think I might I might have heard Saul mention it even before. I don't know if he mentioned it in Rogue One, but he does tie in somewhere down the line with other Star Wars shows. Interesting. Um, but they were asking that they were asking if this guy, if this guy is the Axis character, aka Luthen. Yeah. They're on the search for him. They're like, all right, take a good look, kind of a thing. You met him before. Is this him? And she doesn't respond, but she kind of like breaks down. She kind of starts crying. And I was thinking, like in my head, is this supposed to be kind of like a performance by her? Like she doesn't want to like admit that that like would say if this was him. She doesn't want to admit that it's him. 
So she starts almost like breaking down crying because she's so badly beaten, but she doesn't want to keep suffering more and lying more. Yeah. Almost to kind of, like I said, a performance to try and sway them in the other direction to think, all right, this is actually the guy. I, that was the only way I could take it. I yeah, didn't it wasn't really have another interpretation, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me either. Um, yeah, she seems broken, but kind of hiding stuff too. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it was more about her, about the crack. I think she's just had it because he's like, "Don't make me, don't make me bring the doctor in here again." Yeah, what is she gonna do though? Like, is she just gonna like start like this? Like, she gonna start like giving like a description of Luther basically, like you know, blonde hair, fucking. Yeah, how do they and how do they know that they've, they've exhausted all the information? You know, like yeah, that's a good point too. How do you exactly? That's a good point. Okay, too. I'll finally tell you the truth. That's why I took it as kind of like a performance. Like I said, that's what it. That's what it felt like to me. Like she was trying to throw them off the scent and have them think it was this guy. Like she was like kind of like what you said. Like she is so badly beaten and broken down that she's just got like no more fight left in her. But at the same time, she doesn't want to be like, yeah, that's him, kind of a thing. So she just kind of like, yeah, that's the way I took it. That's all I got. I don't know. I don't think Bix is. I don't. I'd be surprised if all of a sudden she was just like, no, that's not him. He's blonde, blue eyed. He's like five eleven. Yeah, he looks like fucking Scars God. (laughs) You know what I mean? You ever seen Dune? Exactly. <laughs> How about Thor? No, you guys gotta like Thor. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's that's why I said I didn't even have any other interpretation. That's a, but that's a pretty hilarious Bix impression. Hey, <laughs> Thor. You ever seen Dawn, guy? Have you ever seen? What's up? Hey, kid. Oh shit! I think her character is gonna have a bigger role to play in season two. I have to imagine. I yeah. thought she was gonna be a bigger character in this season, but she has not done very much at all. Yeah, I think Mitz was probably on his with his prediction early on that she's gonna die before this series is over, at least. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, that was Nick. I don't know. No, that was Seth. I think he's. I think he's um, on. But I hope it's not yet. Hopefully, she's got some. The fact that I think she's gonna die almost makes me feel like I think that she would be like more of a player, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. obviously, she, she, she hasn't survived, so it's like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. Kind of thing. You know maybe she tells a lie about the whole Krieger thing, and they find out, and that's how she dies. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like they need to use her more. She needs to be more significant. For yeah. Him and her and uh, Andor has some unfinished business, maybe. But She was like fucking third Ooh. build on the show. It was like Cassian, Skarsgård, and then her. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What's yeah. she doing? She ain't doing nothing. I bet she's coming back. I think so. Reunited. Uh, we go to Mommy Mantha. Vel's going to pay a visit Mom. to her co- uh, to her cousin. And actually, I have a question. Another one about this scene. Oh, shit. Camera went out. I got a question about this scene, too, that maybe Seth can answer for me. We'll see in a second so tired of this storyline <laughs> oh god <Yeah. laughs> we're replaying something on this one yeah, that's what holla 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 like how many episodes is it now where she can't move credits like since the Aldani heist yeah oh it's been since so is it that that was what episode six Right, you'd you'd hope it's only like a day or two for her, otherwise she just sucks at her job. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like think, how much time is passing here? You're not you're not this no name. Like you're yeah. a huge part of the Rebel Alliance. Like, figure it out, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's only been. Come a day on, or two. figure it out, over sweetheart. And over and over and over. Maybe it's only been a day or two. Um, but the question I had, so we Vel, she's visiting Mom Martha. We're at her place, kind of a thing, and they're overlooking this class, right? It's like the kids are all these kids are in this class. Mom Martha's kid is in there. It's very culty. That's what yeah. I was saying. Mm-hmm. Is do you know? Is this like an empire thing? 
Or is this something? Is this a religion? It's I don't religious? know what the hell it is. You didn't know either. All right. No. I was very curious about that. I was like, this is, is this like a pro-empire brainwashing kind of academy little thing for these kids in the area? Is this something totally different? Because there's no real religion, the, the, Star Wars. Yeah, because there's no real like you don't see like religion or any like you know like cult stuff in yeah. Star Wars. Right. Not in terms of that. Except for the know. Sith. Right, but it's still it's not it's not like they're not in a fucking circle like mm. one of us, one of us. Like yeah. you know, there's no, there's none of that. Ooh, so like, gobble. yeah, that was true. All they needed was like the fucking Satan like star thing and some candles lit around it. Yeah, I was like what the hell yeah. is that? Yeah, I was very curious. About trying to draw some force ghosts in or something <laughs> for real. Mom Moth was doing taking all the stakes to get to get these credits moved around. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, we gotta get our daughter involved in some seances <laughs> or something, right? I don't know what it was, but I I, just, I don't like the storyline. I don't know how, how many times I have to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm over it. it. That part of it just kind of made me curious because even Vel was just like, oh, I'm surprised you're kind of allowing this sort of thing. And she was like, yeah, the Empire. Yeah. But that's what I, I felt like she was like, it's, it's like the Empire is like taking its grasp. It's almost like, that's why I thought it was Imperial. To, to me, I thought I thought it might have been related to, um, they've kind of referenced their weird culture on that planet that, right, that she was uh, raised yeah, on. yeah. Um, and how she just, like doesn't agree with like the traditional stuff, and that might be, right. I think it's maybe some, I don't know, whether it's their actual religion or it's some, I don't know, more traditional thing yeah, that they're they're kind of reviving. I don't know, but they it seems like they were also taught the same stuff when they were younger, but they didn't like love it like her daughter is for some reason. Yeah, that was kind of my other thought. If it wasn't imperial, was yeah. that it was something like that? It could be imperial too, but it seems like like you said that. Uh, Vel and Mama, <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> we're relating Mama to each other. <laughs> we're uh, relating to each other about it. So uh, it seems, seems like it was maybe more about call. their their own childhood more than anything else. That is a good call. The uh, daughter sucks too. Yeah, God. we find out the the, the sister. I mean, the, the sister. Jesus Christ, the daughter is very like devote to whatever this is. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything Mama, this is yeah. behind she's always it. On but... time for every class, she is reciting all these. <laughs> Like cult, like you know, whatever it is, prayers, fucking yeah, orders, potion, laws. Whatever. I don't even know. She's drinking the Kool Aid strong, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Between that and being her uh, her father's protege, she really sucks. Yeah, true, for real. Yeah. Um, but Mon Moth is basically going to tell Vel just all about her money issues and all that shit. She even, I mean, she tells her everything, the whole everything that we basically seen up to this point about uh, was it Tay there and stuff like that. The and she basically at the end she's like, you know. She starts kind of tearing up, and she's like, "I finally, you know, I found the solution." She's looking at her daughter and stuff. So it seems like that gangster who was in the show for the first time last episode, who gave her, she's like, "Hey, I'll take care of your four hundred thousand credits, kind of a thing. I don't even want any, you know, payment back. Just uh, want my son to basically meet your daughter, kind of a thing." Seems like she's gonna be taking up that off. Some like Game of Thrones shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. offering up marriage for betrothals. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can tell she hates it though. Like I said, she's getting like kind of teary eyed. Yeah, and and she knows that she can't. You know, as much as it is like a long storyline that it doesn't really pique my interest, like she knows she can't do anything to fuck up what Luthen's doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't want to make any rash decisions that's going to fuck that up. So she's kind of stuck in between a rock and a hard place right now. Right. Not much she can do. But like I said, I'm just tired of every scene is her explaining that she's in a rock. Like I know you're in a rock and a hard place. Yeah. yeah. For five episodes. Make some progress, lady. Right. Like what are we going <laughs> to do about it to fix it? We yeah. know. Well, like I said, let's have the Empire finally come a knocking and something comes of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She yeah. finally like takes a stand and like, I don't know, blast a fucking trooper or some shit like that and has to go full rebel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like something something. has to happen in this show because nothing happens in this show. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Nothing happens in the show. <laughs> Just in this story. It's been going on for so long now. It's feel like the show's been on for my entire life, man. My Just God. Just with the story. <laughs> this storyline just does nothing for me. Nick likes two six-episode seasons. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. And character I development. I fucking, I don't know. This <laughs> is too much. Big. I don't know, man. Character development, but not full development. I said the it middle, was development. There was just no purpose to it. What's the point? There's no point. Only Let's they, just kill these motherfuckers. Only if they die well. My God. <laughs> we don't see them die. I'm not going back. I'm not backtracking. No, not please, let's not do this. Let's not backtracking. I'm just not that good. I'm just rounding you up. I'll never watch it again. I'll tell you that. I'm looking forward to watching Don't Worry Darling again. That one's the least enticement to watch that again. Regardless, let's not fucking back off but like we said uh, Mon Martha she's like all teary eyed it seems like she's gonna take this deal to basically went off her daughter yep so we'll probably have to and the way her daughter comes in too and, and um, sees the I can't think of the other person's name um, like the waif Vel? yeah Vel sorry oh. uh, like she comes in is all excited to see Vel and then immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. looks over at her mom and like the smile just goes away she fucking hates her mom <laughs> she does, like, she does. <laughs> like that smile just went away like that yeah. And then, like, makes eye contact again with Vel and is right back to smiling. And this, that, the other. Like, that, that's been a thing that they've harped on for a while. I, I don't, yeah. still don't really know what it is, but she fucking hates Mon Mothra. Yeah, she smells the rebel on her. It seems like, like I said, her dad's talking shit about her mom, too. Probably, yeah. Some He's on her shit. She, yeah, he, he obviously resents that Mama Martha is uh, such a boss and, like, is the head of the family. Yeah. But, oh, definitely. I don't know. It, it's all little weird. husband syndrome. Yeah, like the time that the time that she like asked uh, her to be dismissed from the party or whatever, she came straight over from her dad and like yeah. he told her to do it in a very strange way. And like, right. I don't know. It was. It's all weird. Something's still up there. Yeah, we'll see what's going she on. She don't like her mom with her daughter. That's all I know. She's she's probably like sixteen or whatever too, right? Or have they said her name? Her age? I think the boy was thirteen and she's fourteen. I thought it was okay. supposed to be. So I mean, that's boy, close to like. Having some power in the Senate, yeah, right for oh, these people, yeah, especially in Stalos, right? Oh yeah, Mama Martha's sixteen; she was uh, married well, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, Senate, yeah, right? The Senate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so cool. She's basically an adult. True, true. Yeah. Uh, from there, we go to what is my favorite storyline, just because it gives me uh, the only feelings, the sitcommy vibe. But we go to my boy Ramsey Bolin. He's <laughs> he's sleeping at home. He's he's still sleeping with, at mom's house. He's crashed out middle of the night. Mom comes in. Ramsey, wake up! You got a call. I was like, all right, there we go. This is my guy. Let's get him on. This is He was such a big character at the beginning of the show, too, and now he gets like three minutes an episode. Fell off. Fucking bums me out. Yeah. Like, come on, man. More Ramsey. Uh, but he goes, and he answers the call, and it's another character we haven't seen in a while. Sergeant Mosk. Sergeant Mosk. Sergeant Mosk. <laughs> I like this guy. He was funny, too. I enjoyed this guy. Another guy I liked, and they yeah. kind of got rid of him. Likeable characters in the show. They fucking just kicked to the side. Um, He's still at Mor- uh, Morlano 1, and he just kind of gives Ramsey the update that um, Marva passed away. And that Cassian, good chance he might show up at you know at Phoenix for the funeral. So if he's still trying to catch him, that's a good chance. Yeah, I love that the communication goes down to like all of a sudden like there's multiple times in this episode like people's communication yeah, yeah, yeah links yeah. don't work all of a sudden. Yeah, that's actually a good call. That's what I was just I, when I said I liked this scene because it was like sitcom. That's a perfect example of that's what I, what I meant. At least like that was at least a little funny to me. Like they're right. doing the they're doing the typical call thing. Like they're just completely misspoken. One can't hear the other yeah. one. Like that's what I'm saying, sir. It's like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, like that shit. At like, least that, where is I, I got a little crackle up. out of me. You know what I mean? I got a little ha 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 ha. Yeah. That was good. That was funny. Yeah, but it's Something. funny that all of a sudden, like I said, everybody's comlinks. 
stop working. Shit the bed. Get disconnected. Yeah. It gets like a ten percent joke, and he's like, "There it is." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. here is something. I like it. Been waiting for this. He thought he said something else, but he really said it. The guy from Family Guy right away. He says it's nice outside when it is raining outside. This is funny. Early fucking Family Guy is some of the funny shit that's ever happened in the whole time. Get it. <laughs> oh fuck but uh we see like you know Ram alright I don't know how he's gonna get the Fennec so what he's gonna do go by himself he's gonna go track down Cassie by himself he doesn't seem like much of a, a hands on kind of guard you know what I mean he doesn't have can't imagine he's getting there on his own yeah I don't know it's good. I think he's gonna a battle a pill for him yep we go to Andor and he makes a quick pit stop back at uh, South Beach of Star Wars there in the Amos and uh, we saw it a couple of episodes ago right before he got basically uh, arrested but he was able to stash up in his hotel room basically a little a little box had some blasters and some money in there so he was able to sneak in there was an alien sleeping in his hotel room so I guess yeah, the snoring was hilarious a for a fucking, yeah <laughs> yeah like the tentacles when he was snoring like going yeah. up and down potential alien sex potential uh, alien sex implied implied <laughs> Come on. Yeah, for real. If we're going to go freaking political show, let's go the full Game of Thrones wheel here. Let's not get some alien sex going on. Let's get weird. Let's get some James Cameron making aliens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like I said, Ando is able to grab his shit from um, Niamos. And, you know, let's see where he's off to next. We go to Luthen, and he has arrived on planet where we've seen him arrive once before. It is Saw Guerrero's little hideout. He's meeting with Saw again. Love this the scene. last time we saw Saw... Yeah, he's had a big, big turnaround, 180 from the last time we yeah. saw him. Luthen handed him this deal. All he had to do was provide air support for this mission. Now he's like, yo, all right, like, tell me the place where we got to go. Yeah. Has a couple of little of his own little uh, it, it, like additions to the contract, yeah. well, his own terms. You yeah. know what I mean? But nothing too crazy. No. But he's all for it. He's like, you know, I'm in now kind of a thing. Let's do this deal. And Luthen's like, uh, yeah, no. No, 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 no. And so I was Hold like, up. yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean, why? And he's like... Uh, the Empire knows it's going to happen. So I'm stunned. He's like, can't believe it. He's just like, what the fuck? Like, do they know? Like, right. they're just walking into the suicide yeah. mission? You know what I mean? And, or like, what else do they know? Right. I think is what he's more about. Yeah. And so I kind of start sniffing it out, too, on him. He's just mm. like, you know, why, you know, you're willing to just sacrifice these guys for what? Like, you either got to be working for the Empire or you got someone working on the inside who you don't yeah. want to sacrifice. Yep. Yeah. So he's like, all right, really, he's a smart guy. You can tell he's able to sniff all that out. But then his, as soon as he's able to sniff all that out, his paranoia then kind of settles right Kind of trumps it, yeah. If he's like, all right, if you guys, if you got men on the inside of the Empire, he's like, fuck it. You got men fucking watching me kind of a thing. So I was looking around like, who is it? Yeah. Who you got watching me? Right. Which this part I did like a lot. Luthen just like looks around. The first guy he sees is like, it's this Tubes guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> Tubes is like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> this, that, that part I thought was good. Yeah. Again, like, yeah, he's, alien. He's, been telling, he's been telling me the whole thing the whole time. Like, it's been it's been him this whole entire time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Was and he actually? Do you think? No, no. He no. lures him in because like, yeah. he knows almost the guy's gonna act aggressively, so he starts coming towards him. And as soon as he comes towards him, grabs the blaster and gets saw like a gunpoint kind of a thing. Okay. I thought that was him like finalizing that he didn't have to cover up his identity anymore or something. I don't know. No, you guys yeah. are probably right. I think it was just more yeah. of, like I said, him getting the him getting the gun. Yeah, because he'd already been, uh, he'd been kinda, disarmed. I wanted it to be there. more badass. I wanted it to be 
Yeah. Like this I mean, guy it was, was also such a good undercover that he like held it up until the second that he's like, all right, you can you can actually show me. You can actually unveil yourself now. No. I like this. Honestly, I like this reaction when he saw it. Like Luthen literally like steals his gun, like pockets him right out of his holster, and puts it like to saw his neck basically. Yeah. And the dude, the alien, uh, kind of almost cool like thing. lets out, like, kind of almost like a, almost like a, oh shit, like yeah, fuck. <laughs> I, I, right. I misunderstood that, but that's just as cool. I like <laughs> Shouldn't that. have done that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn, I walked right into his chop. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Um, but then this is this part was where the scene kind of almost cranks up a little bit now. Like this is where Luthen's like, you know, you could go tell the Empire, or we can let this happen. We can keep them exactly where we want them, which is kind of oblivious a little bit, and they'll be totally more vulnerable to a strike this way. And so I was just like, all right, I get it. Uh, what does he say? He says a good line. He goes, um, for the better, for the greater good. Yeah, I just I love that they keep mentioning two uh, thirty men. And Krieger. and Krieger, like they said it like numerous times too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know, like they know Krieger's like still, a, you know, was a very valuable part of this whole plan. But now that the gig's up, like, gotta sacrifice. Like he's gotta go. Like, yeah, sorry, gotta do what we gotta do. Like you mentioned yeah. a few times, the rebe- the rebellion is gonna get a little dirty. They do some dark shit along the way to get to to what they need to do. Yeah. So yeah, obviously Krieger was important. Like I said, I thought it was just a nice little. Interesting way they said it. Like, yeah. it was numerous times. They were, like, 30 men, and the other guy was plus Krieger. Yeah. I liked also, too, uh, it's Saul that says, for the greater good. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's Saul that says, uh, you know, for the greater good, and then Luthen's like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, put it that way. And then uh, Saul has a good line. Like, however, however way you want to, like, you want to put it. Yeah. Like, let's like, call it war. Whatever word you want to use, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. call it war. I was just like, word. Yeah. But right away, as soon as I saw that, I straight up, I, like I just said, I, I thought of you right away. And I was just like, yeah, that's that's what Seth was saying about the getting your hands a little bit yeah. dirty. It's not a rebellion for no reason. Yeah. It's not like they can just rescue anybody. Like, there's still there's still the end game to be played. So you got to stay on track with that, regardless of, like, who gets caught or what you have to do along the way, you know? That's true. That's right. No, and so, uh, and no saw, one man is too good. You yeah. Know, too big a price. Right. Too big a cause. And saw, like, saw some emotions, like, after he calms down and he's still... He figures it out. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah definitely. He does have that paranoid feeling at first. Which and is then, funny. Actually, yeah. That was very... Like, right. He's like, who else is in? Like, yeah. could it be somebody in here? Because like, he's sniffing he... out. Like, you could tell he's smart. You know, yeah. Like you said, he's able to... He's like, unless you're... At first thing he says is the Empire thing. He's like, unless you're... You know, you've got somebody on the inside. And then as soon as he hears that, like, it's all of a sudden like, you got someone here too, you motherfucker? <laughs> but then, like, he after that, it looks a little yeah. bit more. Now he's... Like you could tell he's you know attached to Kru- uh, to Kruger, but you know still more about the Yen game. A lot of paranoia going on, right? Yeah, now. you know you don't know who you can trust for sure. I think like especially now too that like he he now knows that Luthen has somebody on the inside. That's true, and he's, he's not going to give him up. Luthen made a, uh, Luthen said a good point too. He was like, if I was working for the Empire, then why wouldn't I just let you be a part of this deal and let you go provide the air support? Right. I would take care of you. Yeah, I would get the payment and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, oh, just came good, to, good point. Just came down to the the insider from the Empire is more valuable than than Kruger and these men. Yeah, unfortunately, which we'll see. It would be fucking awful if all of a sudden, like, Deidre sniffs this guy out before he can make a real play or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That would be that would be a bad sacrifice. Yep. Uh, we go back to Ramsey real quick, and we see that he is doing a little sneaking around in the middle of the night. He's going to go into his mama's safe, and he's going to uh, steal some of her credits. I'm assuming to get off world. Get the get hell out of this. About so, time, dude. Yeah. Let's see what he's going to do in the, in the finale. But, I mean, like I said, I don't know what the hell he's going to do by himself because he's not much of, like, you know... Uh, 
fucking military man. You know what uh, I'm saying? He's going to need some muscle. Right. I'll say, if he goes up against Cassian or something like that, he's just going to get his ass beat. That's a good way to tie in a bounty hunter. Go pay a bounty. Go. go pay a bounty hunter. Yeah. Let's do something Star Warsy. Yeah. That'd be great. Get a bounty hunter. Track down. This is what I know about Cassian. Track him down. Bring him back. You know. X, X amount of credits dead, more alive. Yeah, his mom's yeah. funeral was about to be happening right. on this planet. Yeah, there you go, too. You, you know that, too, right now. So, yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's perfect. That's what I'm saying. Just give me something. Be a good way to tie in what you were saying. Or he's like, fucking, you're the man. I want you to want to work for you. <laughs> yeah. They're probably going to be careful not to make it too Mando slash Boba-like, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening. That yeah. Two back-to-back shows. Like, right. That would be cool. Yeah, but if they if they could use all their ammo on one show, but they're they're trying to turn it into fifty shows, so they're not unfortunately. Right. Yeah, they're clearly spreading the world is very big right now. They're trying to yeah. expand Star Wars, which I think is the right move because it is so huge, this vast galaxy, thousands of planets and shit. But mm-hmm. like I keep saying, you gotta it's still gotta be Star Wars. We can tell different stories. They just gotta still feel like Star Wars. You know what I mean? I want to feel like I'm in Star Wars. Yeah, tie it in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we go to Luthen now that he's done with Saw, and uh, we kind of mentioned this scene a little bit. He's gonna make a call to his assistant, and she's basically telling Luthen that he should come home, and Luthen's very probably like just focused on Cassian. They they talk in code the whole conversation, which I thought was you know cool. I liked that whole thing. But uh, you can tell that that's where his focus is. Like it's the priest mm-hmm. saying, you know, is the uh, the item he's talking about from like a sh- like a s- buying goods for the store kind of a thing. You know, is the yep. item still available from the buyers? Yep. And she's like, yeah, it's still available. And he's just like, all right, well, we should move on it before someone else tries <laughs> to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but you can just like you know, we said he's very focused on finding Cassie, and he wants to tie off that bow. He, he feels like he's left a, a little breadcrumb out there for yep. him to find him, so he wants yep. to take care of it. Especially with Kruger dying too. True. You know. Let's see if it happens in the fucking finale. I mean, there's got to be something. We only have one episode left. Yeah, this uh, this did not feel like one. a penultimate episode. Yeah, no. Not at all. No, it was, yeah, more set up. The, maybe, because it's a, like this. maybe because it's just a two-season thing. Maybe this is the most buildy episode. Yeah, I mean, there, up, there's still know? a lot on the table to for season two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That one's going to be fucking 18 episodes long. <laughs> go back to the fucking CW days. Yeah, yeah until the 2030s. Oh man, I just uh, it's like TV has changed a lot, man. Over the last even just like fifteen years because of streaming and stuff. I mean, rarely do you see shows that are over like I feel like ten is almost like the maximum now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eight, ten. If you're gonna do yeah. twelve, it's like you better fucking grip your audience, I feel like. I wanna say it was like Friday Night Lights maybe has like twenty something per season. Oh like, yeah. Back in the day, like dude, shows used to be real fucking Lost long. is twenty something per season too. Like You mentioned Lost actually earlier. I wanted to mention that. The first two seasons of Lost are some of the best television of all time. You can put it yeah. right up there with any like two seasons really of anything, and you can make the argument for it. After that for me it it falls off so hard, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah they uh, I don't think they had the whole story planned. They weren't planning on Doing no. it for seven seasons. So you get uh, 54 minutes. 54. So you're looking at like pretty much, you're pretty much looking at like a 50, yeah, pretty much yeah, 50 same. flat. A little bit, little bit extra from the other one. Plus ones. more, yeah. Plus more too that I'll get into later. But anyways. All right. It wasn't, uh, wasn't Lost James Cameron or someone like him? I don't think James Cameron was tied to Lost. No. Someone like him. I think someone, I, I do think you're right. Michael Bay. Michael Bay? I think Michael that Bay. That could be right. Yeah, that could be right. Uh, I mean, I think I don't know. I think it is Michael Bay, but 
Yeah, you'd have to look that one up. I don't that. think it's James Cameron, though. Yeah. But yeah, no, J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. There you go. Yep. There you go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Mixture between similar guys. Similar guys. Similar guys. Similar guys. Similar guys. It's like a formula. This guy plus this guy. Yeah. 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 What are those name Basically. games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like I said, we go to the, you know we, we, Luthen his assistant. They have this little kind of back and forth. What Luthen's going to do his next move? If he's going to go back to you know home planet or if he's going to pursue Cassian? And their their call gets just like cut off. All of a sudden, it kind of just goes blank, static. And you're like, oh, fuck, like, what's going on here? And we see that Luthen, while he's out in space, there's a big-ass Imperial ship just right on his ass. Yep. Must The guy must not look in his rearview mirror for a grip. So all of a sudden, this guy was just right there. He's like, oh, shit. Like, he empires it. And uh, he's trying to play it cool. They, like, turn on their little tractor beams. They kind of, like, lock him into place so he can't kind of get away. They're, like, scanning his IDs and shit. This was a cool little scene, though, I liked. He's, like, getting his engines all ready to try and make an escape and shit like that. The Empire starts to realize that they might have caught a fish. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, let's get ready. Let's get a boarding party ready. This guy, while he's playing it cool, he's up to no good. Right. He had and like then, a fake uh, license number. and like, Yeah. yeah. Outer on 210. Basically just, uh, yeah, just to buy himself like 40 seconds. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Just get the engines ready. Yeah. And then the, the guns that he pulls out of the ship, I thought were really cool. Those yeah, that that thing that blew up the sat like the satellite yeah, or whatever, like the yeah. little it was like, like a bunch pellets of pellets or whatever yeah, you want to call it, like just needle like fucking blades ripped into it. Yeah, might yeah. be like a fucking um, like a needler in Halo or some yeah. shit, porcupine just fucking. Yeah. The scene too with the lid, like the favorite scene in the whole uh, episode was like the, the lasers pointing. Oh, out. It, it does the cool. flip and it cuts yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, like because yeah. we knew or like way earlier on, like he's clearly like a demolition expert. Yeah. Um, like towards the beginning of the season, like now we're finding out, like now he's how high up of a pilot too. Oh yeah, yeah, like for sure, yeah. And you can tell his ship's got some tricks to it because the Empire guards are kind of like even kind of almost talking shit about like, oh, just this little fucking this little yeah. pirate ship kind of thing. Yep. But he's able to blow out that tracker beam with those fucking needly things. He did that and then jumped right into hyperspace. I was like, wow, that yeah. was. That was awesome. Took down the two fight, like the two tie fighters, with just regular guns, and then like you mentioned, that cool ass laser beam fucking thing that shot around his whole ship. Yeah, took out the other two, took out yeah. full of tie fighters and fucking. Do we ever see that kind of technology anywhere else? Like that, it seems like it's lightsabers to me. Almost, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It seemed like he had two forty foot lightsabers coming out. Of I instantly thought ship. of like all the spy movies where they're like trying to get into like a, a vault or something like that. You know what I mean? And they have like the lasers so that they can't trip to get into the, the vault. Yeah. I mean, are there any I think you, weapons I think you, that have sustained lasers like that? I stuff? think you might have seen it in, like, closer to, like, the Clone Wars with, like, the uh, the droid ships. Oh, yeah. all right. I think that makes were, sense. Like, kind of lasers. Sustained, like, You never really saw, like, burning, laser, like, yeah. cutter. Like, That's yeah. what those were, yeah. Yeah. Straight and I'm trying to think, too. I think Django, Django Fett's, uh, like, Slave 1 might have it, too. Django Fett's ship. All right. But I know he has might, a lot more. Like, he does like the cyber, though. like the sonic, like boom. Like I remember, like you know, the sonic boom. Yeah, where it cuts through the asteroids. Fucking sick. Yeah, like that's more of that. That so I don't know if he has the labors, but yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of that last season. Of it cuts through the asteroid field and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what he uses that shit was dope. But yeah, I think it's just more of you just see it in, uh, like with the with the um, the droid army. So like way back in the day, that would make sense. That seems like that kind of technology, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the uh, you got to figure too. He's got like the Gungan shield, so you know he he goes way back in terms yeah. of that's what I was going to say. The technology, Cassian, a kyber crystal already. He probably yeah. he could easily have a fifty of those. Yeah, like do some crazy. I love this, which is what gave the Death character. Star its power to blow up shit, right? Right. That's so got to be that's what a big version of what he used. Yeah, yeah, that's good thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good call. Basically. That's probably exactly. What that is. I love this Luthen character. I think he's my favorite character in the whole 
whole series. Yeah, I season mean, one focuses for me. on him now for sure. I mean, I kind of half jokingly say it like, Ram- I mean, I I do and I don't like. He's a small character. Ramsey's my favorite character, but then right after that, <laughs> you don't even know his real name. Civil. Uh, <laughs> ah, let's go, baby. Definitely an S. Yeah. Let's go, baby. I know my guy. Don't don't, don't get twisted, man. I know my boy. <laughs> That's what I his name Ramsey. sounds like. Isn't it something else? I think it's Cyril. Cyril? Cyril? I thought Cyril. It was Cyril. Oh, it could be an R in there. There could be an R in there. Cyril. I mean, uh, um, it hit some last names referred to at the beginning, too. Yeah, it could be. You could be right. It could be an R in there. Yeah. You could be right. We'll go with I was Ramsey. Close. I was close. We'll go with Ramsey. Yeah. We'll Ramsey with fucking, he's the second incarnation of Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Ramsey died in the battlefield in a terrible way and <laughs> came back in this awesome show. Um... Actually, no, you know what? They ended up feeding him to the wolves. That's right. I always forget that. Like, John's hungry dogs. That was terrible. But the the dogs was better. Um, That was a very cool scene, like we said, with the lasers. And then he jumps right to hyperdrive, blows these guys right out of the water. Very, very (laughs) cool. Luther's badass. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, And then we go to our closing scene for the episode. Uh, We don't know where he's calling from. We don't know if he's still on that South Beach planet or if he's somewhere in space or something. But he's going to call. Cassian is going to call to Fenix and he's going to talk to that same operator that we saw him talk to earlier when he was trying mm-hmm. to get off world. I thought he was like a, a ticket taker at first. It seemed like he worked on training yeah, or something like that. Right. It seems like he's working calls too. I don't know what job this guy's got. <laughs> Hustling. Yeah, for real. Working two times. I don't yeah. know. Part time here, part time there. It's tough on tough life on Fenix. <laughs> but um, Cassian's basically just going to say, hey, like I need you to get a, you know, a message to my mother, Martha. Just tell her that I'm okay. I'm all right. I know it's been a while since she's heard from me. And I'm going to be coming as soon as I can you know, to come and see her. And he's unfortunately going to be the did. one that breaks the news yeah. that Martha's passed away. Cassian, obviously very upset. Hangs up the phone. Can't tell uh, Melshi about it, though. He's just like, oh, yeah, everything, everything's fine. No, no worries. Can't even you know, tell him. But what, like, th- this is what bothered me is that wouldn't you think it would be a little bit more... I don't know, like if emotional would be the right word, so. but wouldn't Absolutely. you? But wouldn't you think it'd be a little bit more emotional if he like got to Phoenix and still like wasn't sure what was going on? Like got back to Phoenix, went to go see his mom, oh, and like, then he like found out through the town, like that he's like, oh, what's going on? Like if he sees like a funeral, and like then he finds out. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like not cool. cheesy, but yeah, it was just kind of like the way he found out. I just think they could have done it a little bit better. Yeah, I think if they would have had him fly in and like. Like, oh, what the hell? Like, what's going on? Like, what's this? Obviously, he sees a commotion or whatever. And then he finds out that it's a funeral and who it's for. I just, I don't know. It, it like, kind of, I didn't really like it too much that they were just like, yeah. oh, your mom's dead. So, like, oh, I didn't tell you. Like, your mom's dead. It's over the phone. Yeah, and this guy was just introduced this episode, right? The guy that told him. I, I think he was him. in one. No, I think he was in once before. I think okay. he was, um, like I said, he was almost like a the mechanic guy. Or? Seemed almost like a ticket taker when um, Cassian was trying to get off of Phoenix. Like after, I think it was, I think it's episode two. Okay. Before the shootout in episode three, I think it's episode two. One of the throwaway episodes. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's Sorry. asking. He's asking him like how many credits it would take to get like off the world. That he even mentions that he needs to do it without. Without Without giving any information. Right, yeah, exactly. How much would that cost kind of a thing. So he was only in it for like one of the seconds. I assumed it was the same guy. Especially because the way Cassie had talked to him, he had talked to him like they had talked before. Yeah, that's what makes sense. I didn't, I couldn't figure out who it might be, but that's, yeah. He even like said Cassie and he's like, no names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely communicated. I just think it could have been a little bit more emotional if they did it a little bit I think he could have been a little bit more emotional. Even yeah. if it was on the phone, I like think he, he could have just been a little bit more fucking. I guess he kind of couldn't. 
You know what I mean? I guess. Like to not show, not kind of play his cards to Melshi, but I don't know. I I think if they would have did it a little bit better, the only way I could think of was like I said, is him showing up on Phoenix and finding out that way. Yeah, I just thought it was just I don't know the fact that he found that over the phone. Um, from there though like I said he's not going to tell Melshi what happened he's like yeah everything's good and then Melshi's going to be like alright uh, we might have been the only people that actually made the swim from the fucking middle of the <laughs> which ocean which is gnarly to our fucking to the, to the you know the beaches or whatever wherever we got to so it's on us to kind of tell everyone what's going on here we should split up never a good idea any horror movie never a good idea to split up don't do that but he's like let's split up double our odds take this get yeah. out of here we gotta we gotta be able to we gotta tell somebody what's going on here yep. yeah spread the word and Andor is just like, yeah, all right, cool, sounds good. And that's basically how the episode ends. They split up. Andor finds out Mom has passed. Yep. You have to imagine he's on his way to Phoenix. I would have to uh, guess. But like, I don't want that to be the finale. Like, that seems. You like know what I mean? Be, like, yeah, I, like I'd be. rather I'd rather have him be in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix now. I, I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like his, like he he escaped the prison. Found out his mom's dead. I don't. It's not to say I don't really care where he goes from here, but. I'd rather see the other storylines wrap up. Like, what's, like what's what's Luthen's final thing? You said to I don't care where he goes. That's exactly my... I don't care about nothing in this show. But it, it took me until this long... It was just this episode that made me feel this way. Like, I'd rather see Luthen's story wrap up. I mean, wouldn't you like to see Cassian, like, fully join the Rebellion? Like, he's been kind of building towards yeah, that. Yeah, if, if that's his, next, if his yeah. next thing is him, yeah. is him, like, reconnecting with Luthen, or if you meet Saw Gerrera, like, then I'm all for it. Yeah. But I just think there's a lot of other storylines that I'd, I'd rather see wrapped up rather than what's Andor up to next. Yeah. I mean, that's where it's going to go, right? Because that's, that's what Marva was all about was the uh, was the rebellion, and that's what she dedicated her life to in the right. last moments. And That's a good point. Yeah, her so passing might really be a little bit of a, a little bit extra push for him. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if he actually goes to visit the funeral or what, but I feel like it's... He's at least going to fully join. I don't know if that means he's going to go see Luthen now or yeah. if he's going to meet Mon Mothma or... Who it's gonna be? But yeah, there's a lot of things. Bell, a lot of things know. to tie up in the last episode. Yeah, I think I guess what it'll be. He obviously is fully in by the end of season two when it's Rogue One time. Yeah, he's like Am a, I, a champion of the people. At that yeah, point, the thing I was looking at too is um, so at the end of the the finale, you get a post credit scene. Okay, that's um, always interesting. So I'm interested to see. That's where I think like we were talking about the Emperor or something a little bit more Star Wars. Like if it's anything like how Marvel is, you got to figure. Star Wars never does post credit scenes. That's true. So you got to figure the first time that they're going to do it is going to be something so, big. Yeah, so if it's tying in, like if it's showing that the Emperor is going to be more involved in season two, I don't know if we have any predictions, like how we feel about Star Wars using post credit. I'm a sucker for post credit scenes, regardless of what it is. I agree. Marvel, I like DC, Star Wars, like yeah, any any do them, right? any movie. Yeah, like I'm a fan of the post credit scenes, so I feel like if Star Wars is doing it for the first time, it's got to be something big. Like ben Stiller and fucking dodgeball, fucking <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris, <laughs> fucking Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Yeah. <laughs> you do it right, it's fucking great. You know what I mean? Hysterical. <laughs> so I'm a little excited for that. Like I said, I think that's the way to tie in. That's the way to to show that eventually. Obviously, probably too late by season one for you to be satisfied with it. But I think they're they're going to use that to tie in somebody big for season two. Probably the Emperor. That would be good. That would be something. Like I said, to me, man, I, I've already... I, I have... Well, I, ha, I feel like in the pr- previous episodes, I've been pretty positive towards the show. I have mentioned before that they've been able to... You flipped the switch, episodes. And now, to me, at this point... like You flipped the just, switch. I, dude, I'm just... I'm, I'm not right what's end mm. of the show. I really am. I feel like it's been going on for so long in every episode. It's like nothing 
actually is this happens. how you felt the whole time or was it just like you're just doing it for the podcast no, so you're it's like built up it's like it's getting to the point where it's like all right we've but you felt you felt this way for a while and then like the last couple weeks <laughs> i think we've been we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks i, I like. think that's actually i think that might be <laughs> yeah? a good way to put it is that what it is I because so. when we did the first three episodes i was like episode two was useless i said that i was like we could have just cut episode two you could have taken like eight minutes in that put it in episode one take eight minutes put it in episode three cut episode two and then I felt the same way, I think, again, with 4, 5, and 6. It was like, all right, 4, 6, 5 is just useless. Like, get this thing out of here. And when it just keeps going on. You had on another one like long, that, you're like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, we don't need this many filler episodes. This is like, it's boring. And like I said, it's not like fucking Mando filler episodes where at least we go do something fucking cool. <laughs> you're like, yay, Ice Spider. He fights the Ice yeah! Spider. Yeah! <laughs> There's guns and blasters right. and fire and shit. At least something Baby Oda's like, laughing. Yeah! He's eating the eggs. Doing the anything. fog's getting mad at him, <laughs> chastising him and shit. Like, that's yeah, the least of the day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Call me a simpleton, but I need something, man. <laughs> Fuck me. I just, this is just, like I said, this, at first I thought we were doing the spy thrillery kind of thing. You know, he kills those two gods. Yeah. Doc, gritty kind of thing. Now to me, this is just, this is just, poli- this is just politics. It's just like I feel like it's all this is. And we just had a massive prison. No, break. no that, Revolution. that's where that's where I that's where I lose what you're saying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like we just had the episode, or maybe it's just because the way people are reacting. Like I said, I feel that like definitely makes it worse for too. people to say this is the best thing that Star Wars has come out with in 40 years. It's crazy. It's slow. You're reacting the other way. It's crazy. Slowly roll. So that, I think that's factoring in a it's little crazy. bit. It's crazy. I mean, like I, I continuously said though. I mean, the show is it's got it's good aspects to it. It's well made, no doubt about it. Well, I'm just I'm so I'm so, so hey so we know it's a five at least like they yeah. made, like they made it so, so we worse, know it's worse than I'm so uh, happy that the next week's the last fucking episode. movie is something darling if you don't say don't worry darling is better than this I'll literally just get up and just leave <laughs> in this podcast right now I think he likes it more well that's different okay I know that's a different oh conversation my God. this is a better score because it's better made it's better quality and all that <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing Don't worry Donald got a lot more reaction Out of me Than this show has oh ever done This show makes me I feel nothing I've said it five times I feel nothing When I watch this show I'm not happy I'm not sad I'm not excited I'm not nervous I'm not scared <laughs> I am not I'm just flatlined I'm just sitting there Like Boo. Show is on I'm watching it There's There's Star Wars Cool. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Star Wars know. just because of the title. I don't know, man. This is it's a it's a I'm show. I, I don't think I'm gonna come back and be rewatching. I'm sad. Number one. You know? I'm ready to get K two back. You flip the script. I'm ready to get K two back, and I'm ready to get fucking this finale done. I'm ready to get Ramsey onto something greener and better. Whether it's the Rebellion of the Empire, I don't care. I just want to see my. Boy he's like cry. he's like Cole in this in this. Uh, He's like how cool oh, no, like just what like what a fall from <laughs> yeah, what a fall true. from grace yeah, that guy yeah, was. Yeah. Thought he was gonna be a major character, and now he's just like you said, just a great call. Those flashbacks too. Mm. That was another one. I forgot all about yeah, those fucking things. Cool. Talking about fucking things we can cut out of the show. Yeah, the the no translation flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they saying? That they're never gonna come back. On. They're gonna wait nine episodes <laughs> to come back to. Uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for Andor though. My heart can only take so much. <laughs> yeah. Is that all we got? Anything yeah. else? You're breaking yeah, my heart, Anakin. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Last, uh, yeah. last episode. And, we'll be back uh, here next week for the, I think for the last one. I think it's overall win unless they... Huge win. If, this is, if it's like this one again, that would be terrible. I don't want to... Agreed. I don't want a meh finale. It needs to be as good as the big three we were talking about. Yeah. The escaping Ferrix and 
Aldani, Aldani and escape the prison. Um, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for Andor. Uh, we will be back with you guys next week. Would say uh, Andor finale, some more eighteen ninety nine, some more White Lotus. On Friday, we have our Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Christmas special coming out. So mm. I would like to uh, is that this Friday. That's Friday. Oh, yeah, no shit. Day after nice. Thanksgiving. Nice. So I'd like to talk about that. I'm sure. And then you said, um, was it Glass Onion, right? Or was it Glass Onion? Yeah, it says tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, is that theaters? Oh, yeah, yeah theaters tomorrow. I wonder if they're doing a different release for Netflix. Hmm. We'll have to check that out. But we got some we got some homework for the week again, some things to check out. Yeah. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here tonight, I believe, right? Unless anyone's got any closing, any closings. I'm good. I think we covered a lot. We did. We certainly did. Uh, as always, please remember to share the show around to everybody. Sorry, know, real friends, quick. Family. Uh, December 23rd. That's Netflix. So it'll be a month out in theaters. All right. For a glass Fair enough. I might, make a, I might make a trip to the theater this weekend. I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. So I want to see that, and I want to see that Spielberg movie too. So Black Adam is probably next up for me. Oh, you know what? That's right. We will talk, but we might be reviewing Black Adam yeah, next week. I'll try to squeeze that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of a lot of homework again, but I know <laughs> I got some time off. I'm sure I'll be able to squeeze The grind never there. stops. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so a lot to get to next week. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like to check out Black Adam too now that we can get that, get our hands on that. Um, but as always, like I said, please remember to share the show around, family, friends. Remember to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe on the YouTube page. If you subscribe to the YouTube page, you get a free shot at winning a $40 gift card. You get to go see a movie on me. You get to go get some candy, some popcorn on me. Take your freaking girlfriend on me. Do whatever you want to do. Take your boyfriend on me. Take your hubby, your spouse. Leave the kids at mom's house. Do whatever you want to do. Take my mom. That's right. Take <laughs> Seth's mom. You know what I mean? Lori's a great time. She'd love to go to the movies. Uh, $40 AMC gift card. Subscribe to that YouTube page. Leave a comment, leave a review. All of that stuff really does help. We're trying to get this show. We're trying to get bigger. We're, trying, we're not trying to get small. We want to expand. We want more eyeballs. We want to grow. And we're working hard here. So, you know, help help us out here. This is where we need you guys. Uh, but thank you to Mr. Luke Kleinen on the ones and twos. Of course, brother. Couldn't have done the show without you. Of course, of course. To my co-host, Moose. Yep. Thanks for coming again, as always, buddy. Thanks great episode. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody mm-hmm. have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your, uh, watch, enjoy your family. Watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles if you haven't. Yep. yep. Watch Silver Linings if you haven't. And but, Rocky. Uh, yeah, yeah. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving, everybody. And we will be back with you guys next week. Happy watching, huh? Peace out.